Lemon City Live is brought to you by Magic City Casino Highlight. The fastest game in the world has come to Magic City. We showcase the best features of the sport, combined with the state-of-the-art court, and the talents of our very own, homegrown athletes, like myself, for a highlight experience like never before. Live Highlight returns to Magic City Casino in July 2019. Plus, stay tuned for Preview Weekend, April 6th and 7th. But guys, remember to live the highlight. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Oh, yes. Oh! <laughs> Stop being a bitch. What's up, y'all? Sup, 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 sup. We got TD back in the house, man. I want to make the noise. <laughs> Welcome back, bro. He missed. He missed the song. He oh, missed man. it. Yeah, I did miss it, bro. I'm lipping inside the studio, bro. I just got clocked by a damn Pelota. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you look like DJ Laz out here. Oh <laughs> my goodness. Walking wounded. The pimp with the limp. Pimp with the limp. Yeah, dude. That's old school right there. Hell yeah, man. I remember the first time I saw DJ Laz, like I was in middle school, and, yeah. he, was, and he was limping, and I was like, what the hell, what's wrong with that guy? <laughs> so yeah. like, that's why he calls himself the pimp with the limp, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm DJ yeah. Laz today. Yo, he better DJ Super Bowl next year with Pitbull halftime show. And Uncle Luke, yep. Trina, and then, uh, and Trick Daddy. Rick yep. Ross. Give me the that's full. everybody from my, all of Miami rappers. Yeah, yeah man. Everybody. everybody. It should be a big, giant Miami bass and booty show. That should oh, yes. be the whole halftime show. Yep. They should have like two giant Nalgas. I'm, yeah, oh, yeah, right out for there sure. In the, in the, in the back up. That's why. That's what we got Trina for. After after party at space. Oh. Yeah, well, six oh nine. Six oh nine. That doesn't exist anymore. Ooh. That's throwback. Yep. Club six oh nine. I remember that. Part ninety six. Always at Club six oh nine on Saturdays or whatever. Mm-hmm. The fuck. Down in the Grove. Do they still broadcast live from like clubs? I don't know. Do? I, I honestly have very, very rarely listened. I don't think so. To Part ninety six. I think ninety nine jams does Cafe Iguana, or right. one of those, one of those stations. I remember Y one hundred was the Cafe Iguana station. They used to do it oh, at Cafe yeah. Iguana in Tiny Country. Yes, but now yeah. now Cafe Iguana is in Pembroke Pines or somewhere over there. Yeah, some sure shit like that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. Thanks for the update. There. That's the one and only Cindy, the intern over here to my left. I miss you, Cindy. Yeah. And uh, don't forget to follow Cindy the Intern on Instagram at Cindy the Intern. You like that? Yeah. That's right. She's got her own IG account now. So go out there, follow, get a little behind the scenes, uh, see what's going on, little updates, things like that. Just hot takes and uh, JLo tweets. Um, so definitely check that out. But anyway, on today's show, we're back. The team is back together. I feel like this is the first show that we've done this year. Isn't yeah, it? man. Feels the like three it. of us, yeah, together. Feels like it's been a while it's been since a while. the trio, yeah. yeah. Could be. Oh, damn, my hair looks good. Um, <laughs> anyway, today is episode one forty-six. Yeah, seven. Gus, think, you uh, verify that while I continue. I t- I've lost track. Um, <laughs> this is uh, this is the Lebanon City Live podcast, and like I said, we are we're back. The three amigos are are, are back together. We're here. We're making things happen, and. Uh, I am the one and only Larry Fresh, a.k.a. Fresh. The Great Pacino. And over to my right is the one and only Producer Fungus. 140-something episodes. Did you confirm what number we're Six. This is 146? Yeah, you were right the first time. All right. So 146 episodes in a row for Gus. Yeah. And uh, making his triumphant return to the show, the, the world's busiest man, the show, showbiz's busiest man, 
And probably you got to be one of the hardest. Not, obviously, he's one of the hardest working people. But this guy, I feel like, is, is all over the place. The weekly flyer, the uh, the high ally slinger, the the, nope. the hot take giver on NFL Network, and now joining <laughs> us, the one and only TD. Oh, my goodness. It Woo! feels good to be back. And while you were saying all that, I was cramping up on my hand. Yeah. From the dang Sesta, like I'm just, oh. <laughs> I'm just the walking wounded, bro. Yeah, I'm like dude, getting this guy was, killed, man. This guy was slinging yeah. a pelota a little while ago, yeah, uh, doing highlight practice. A couple days ago, he's in LA doing, you know, NFL Network stuff. It's nuts. In the meantime, he's he's traveling back and forth. Now he's joining us here to, you know, because he he wants to talk Kaepernick. He wants to talk NFL. He I wants to talk what he loves everything. best. I miss you, you know? guys. That's the most important. I miss uh, you guys. Yeah, we missed up. you too, bro. Cindy yeah. was Cindy was holding it down for you while you were gone. Fantastic um, job, Cindy. She was trying. She was trying. Um, <laughs> but anyway, on today's show, we're gonna talk a little. We're gonna talk a little NFL since we got TD back. It's gonna be a little sports. We've been we've been kind of running off uh, with a lot of the uh, the non traditional sports show the last few weeks. I guess I think it's I think we've gone a little. Yeah. 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 The Lincoln's it's, Beard show. Yeah, we've, we've had it, but it's it's also been a weird. Ever since Super Bowl season. ended, it's just yeah. been you know a bunch of dead time. It's been like that, but. But yeah, check out LemonCityLive.com where we have all of our information. This was a busy sports weekend for us. We had like six games in three days that we covered. Uh, yeah. We had we had an MMA fight. We had uh, multiple baseball games. We had a, a hockey game. We, we had all together like eight Yeah, we had games. soccer games in Orlando. We had the team dispatched oh, up there. We had a lot of them. shit going on there. Nine. Yeah, nine. There you go. Busy Florida. Busy, busy, busy. Yep. Um, go to LemonCityLive.com. Check out all the work, all the, the, the hard work we've been doing there. As well as you can continue to see the uh, the new branches of the Lemon Pot Lemon City Live podcast network that we've developed. That's right. You know, so go check out some of the uh, non-cast, non cast non cast the nonsense podcast with Ferb, <laughs> and of course our our uh, one of my new favorite shows, the uh, <laughs> We Ain't Found Sith WAFS. That's right. So go check them out. They're, they should be dropping a new episode probably I think Thursday. Oh uh, yeah, well. Thursday morning. Thursday morning should be out there. So check that out. But anyway. That's what's going on with us. That's what's been happening. We haven't had a show since since the the Lincoln's Beard episode, so yes, this is good to be back. But the big news today, or in the last couple of days, yeah, and it's week. not really today. It's been the uh, yeah the Kaepernick this week. Yeah, Kaepernick. Now, before we get into it, I, I don't know what opinions we haven't talked about what you guys think and this and that. But just to to bring everybody up to speed, if you haven't heard, uh, Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Settled their lawsuit. Yeah. Which was for well, they were claiming collusion and a te- an attempt to block them from being able to sign with the team and continue their NFL careers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what the settlement was for, mm-hmm. and so that they wouldn't pursue it. Now there's a whole tight lip sealed that nothing is getting out. Like part of this settlement, which they said is anywhere between sixty to eighty million. Per, per yeah. each of them. I mean, if you think about that, that's uh, every year of their contract that they missed out on playing. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. So there's this whole uh, thing now that you no anything is going to be leaked. Nothing. They've pretty much said, "Hey, we're paying you all this money just to shut up. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't say anything, don't comment on anything." Yeah, there's a non-disclosure clause. Super yeah, non-disclosure. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it, and why do you think the NFL is doing that? Why do you think because every owner is letting Roger Cadell run this whole collusion uh 
Well, they're colluding with him. Yeah, no, they're, they're, <laughs> they're not colluding with him. It's the owners that were colluding within each other. I don't think yeah. Roger Cadell. I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because he's trying to hold the shield to a higher standard. It's the play. It's the teams, the owners that don't want that did not want that drama on their team. Well, he does take marching orders from the owners. Yeah, he to a certain straight. extent, though. Oh, to yeah. a certain extent, yeah. because he he has they pay him salary. So. They pay him a salary, but yeah. he still has control over the decision making. Some owners don't like it, like Jerry Jones. Like him and Jerry Jones mm-hmm. had a bickering in it, what two years ago with the. Uh, well, Ezekiel Elliott thing. Yeah. Jerry Jones wants to run the whole league by himself. Yeah, but it's clear so. enough to say that even though he's paid by the owners, he still makes the, his own decisions. Mm-hmm. So, but let me get to the point. So, Eric Reed still was picked up by the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. And still got his settlement money. Yep. Yeah. Because the argument was how he's how he was being blackballed, but he still got on the team. Guaranteed, it's a paper trail or email that was sent by. It, it, it all it takes is one owner. And they all see the email. Yeah. And they see the email from whoever that specific owner was saying, we're not going to bring these two guys back to our teams. That's all I need to see. That's colluding. A lawyer saw that because they subpoenaed those emails. Yep. And both of those guys got the settlement money. The reason they wanted them hushed because the last thing the NFL needs right now is fans, kids, players, seeing owners – Talking with each other, saying, hey, we're not going to pick this player. We're not going to pick this player because we don't want this type of environment for our our teams. Exactly. And all that does is just hurt the shield to a degree that I feel like they can lose so much money and respect uh, out there for the fans and the college kids and and really the parents because the kids are the future when it comes to the NFL. And they start seeing that stuff like, man, I don't want to go play for something when I know for a fact that if I speak my own opinion, I can get blackballed. Yeah. Yeah. And you see it um, not even outside of football. Like I was talking to Edwin earlier before the show. This 11 year old boy in Lakeland, Florida, got arrested because he refused to stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance, mm-hmm. which led to an altercation with his teacher, mm-hmm. which led to police being called. And he didn't get arrested for not standing up, up. But the altercation with his teacher following that yep. led to him being arrested. Yep. An 11 year old boy because he 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 was claiming. Exercise his rights. Ex- exercising his rights, that he believes that the that the American flag represents uh, racism and stuff like that. Because to think about it, because it does. When you yeah. hear about the American flag, when the the original song, mm-hmm. the original uh, song, uh, the national anthem, the yeah. national anthem, yeah. it has a verse in there where it's telling the owners to kill slaves. Oh yeah, that's all made yeah. from the. We don't sing that part. Yeah, we yeah. don't. <laughs> they, they took it out. They took it out the, conver- the, the song. Yeah. yeah. So the kid is 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 has every right to do that. Yeah. Out of out of the respect for the people who fought for the flag, like mm-hmm. the military guys, people of my color, I stand based off that. I'm a hundred percent clear what the flag represented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm standing for the sole purposes because the people over there, like myself, Hispanics, black and whites, yeah. are out there fighting for my freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I want I one hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. With the, with the point that people are making is that the flag represents the whole country, the good and the, the bad. bad. Mm-hmm. Wow. Me, as somebody who has, you know, uh, been out there and, you know, I, I've i volunteered to join the military. It's, it's a volunteer service, and I chose to, to do that. Mm-hmm. I also understand what the flag represents. I, I, I wasn't out there doing that for you to be forced to do anything. It's for you to have the choice to do what you think is right. Exactly. Plain yeah. and simple. There's exactly. no argument to that. Exactly. Now, mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm not going to kneel. I'm not going to sit down. 
I, for my reasons that I stand up and, you know, and I, and I salute or do whatever I need to do, but I also understand the reasons why other people don't. And that's, that's the beautiful thing. Yeah. It's the beautiful thing that you can do that in other countries. You do that and you're going to get arrested. You're get, you can get uh thrown in jail. You can get murdered. You can get, you know, called a, dis- a dissident. What is that? The word degenerate? Uh, sure. no, di- uh, yeah. <laughs> degenerate. All of that too. <laughs> um, but Aside from that, I've, that's been my stance from the from the very start. I've never wavered from that. I've, I've I'll, I'll argue with people all the time about. It. I'm like, no, bro. Like you forget about all the other drama. Like that's at the very root of it. There's nothing wrong with what they're doing. You yeah. know. Now, set my issue with the NFL is that it's a reactionary league. Mm, they're yeah. not they're they're not proactive in fixing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's they're proactive. And other stuff like maybe trying to make more money, but like when something happens, <laughs> yeah. But when something happens, they it seems like they always handle everything wrong. Ray Rice, you know, gets arrested. This all this stuff, this altercation, gets like a one game suspension. Isn't that? Then this horrible video comes out, and you see everything. And you're like, yo, how the hell did that guy get back in? You oh know? my god! Exactly. You know. Uh, then you have damn. You took a serious point, and you just let me laugh. <laughs> uh, so, but then besides that, you have uh, this this thing now with Kareem Hunt. Apparently, it's all right that you can kick a female and get you know do all the shit that you did on video. Yeah. And there's video of it, but hey, Cleveland will give you a chance to play football over there. You know. Yeah. yeah he used to. He can still help a team. You know. And now the fucked up thing is when you don't find a video, when you don't find these things. It's even easier to sweep under the rug and yep. do all this stuff, you know. Remember, uh, what's the, oh, what's the, I killed it, guy. What's his name? Uh, Hardy, Greg Hardy. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, bro. Him. As much as I like that line, you know, and no <laughs> hashtag no spoon, but the dude, like, yo, there's a bunch of fucked up photos where he threw his girl on a pile of weapons right. and like yeah. beat yep. the shit out of her, you yeah. know. Yeah. But yet the Cowboys were like, man, he's a good guy. We'll we're gonna give him a chance on him, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then you got a guy like Cap who's Because just, he wasn't charged with anything. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that sometimes there's going to be outliers where people are getting set up and stuff. Yeah. And it's hard to be, you know, to be transparent and it's hard to be fair to everybody and equal to everybody, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because somebody got accused that you treat them the same as somebody who was convicted. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's a, it's a hard line to, to, to toe, yeah. you know? And the thing is that the NFL, I feel like, is always fucking it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they really they really fuck it up. And with this thing right now, to me, this just screams another fuck up. Like, yo, they, obviously, there was widespread collusion. Mm-hmm. And there was rampant evidence of it that they were like, yo, just here's a check. Just tell us how much, each of you, and that's it. We're going to end this right now because if they go to trial... And they get exposed for this. The damage, this is pennies compared to the damage that they'll feel. Oh, for exactly. Sure. For sure. But that's, this, wh- that's why they put a, a NDA, that they don't want anybody mm-hmm. to talk about it. Yeah. And so, that's, and that's, now I, wonder I get if, that, you know what I mean? But now this, if, if it was so cut and dry that the NFL was going was gonna to lose this case, why did Kaepernick and, and uh, Eric Reed choose to not well, take it to court? Well, here's, here, here's why, because that's not what he was fighting for. That's not what mm-hmm. he was, you know, kneeling for. He's kneeling for something very different. And that's what I that's what is the most important thing that gets overlooked. A lot of people are like, oh, he sold out. He took the money. No, yeah. dude. This was him being affected with his job. His job was being affected. His source of income was being affected, not yeah. by something that he did, but by by well, by something that he did, but not by something criminal or something bad that he did. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was fighting for that. And then he came to an agreement to for him to feel okay that that was enough money for him. That's fine. That's separate. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. He still has his platform. He's still he bringing still, awareness. Yeah. He, he can, can still s- bring awareness. Yeah. He's still doing everything else. This is just what was affecting his income. It's two very yeah. different things, that, and people are blending them together, and that's not the, right. The speculation is eighty million. You know, between yeah. thirty to eighty million. I, I think it could be more. This is why, because slander, because the NFL instead of protecting Colin Kaepernick, they let people like Donald Trump, you know, military vets just throw him under the bus mm-hmm. when it came yeah. to the fact of him exercising his right and also making awareness of something that our government was doing. It was nothing against the flag. It was it was against the government and how they mistreated people of color. Yeah. That was the whole the kneel about. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing to dis- disrespect the soldiers over who was fighting for us. Yeah, man. Yeah. Another thing is that when, it, when the NFL had the opportunity to step in front of this and say, hey, we're letting our players exercise their right. They're not doing nothing to hurt our game. They're doing something to exercise their right. The NFL was on the wrong side of that. The NFL was on the wrong side of that. Yeah. And that's why, they, that's why they're losing this. Let me ask you a question. What does Colin Kaepernick have with Muhammad Ali, Martha Luther King, and Gandhi? Yeah, they're, they're doing things that at the time, everybody forgets when Martin Luther King was around, yeah, majority of the people hated him. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Majority of the people were like, "No, you know, f this, you know, n word and this and that and the other." You know, to the point where he got killed because of what he was doing. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Muhammad Ali was hated on for standing up for what he believed in and mm-hmm. changing his name and doing this, and they felt like he was. And I, again, you might not agree with what they were doing, and and whatnot, but that's the same path. I don't want to say that Colin Kaepernick no. is Martin Luther King. No, it, it, and it's I, not. But it's that's, the same. That, that's path. what I'm stopping you at. Yeah. He is. You think? Well, you, fuck yes. Yeah. Because okay. think about this. He stood for something that was bigger than him. Yeah. He was willing to risk his livelihood, get blackballed, get sabotaged, get slandered mm-hmm. for something that was bigger than him. And the one thing that he, he, he held, he stood with class. Yeah. He never said anything negative about the NFL. Everything was consistent about what he was standing for. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So when you think about that table, Muhammad Ali, they felt like he was doing something that was unsp- like unspeakable. Change your name because you're trying to avoid it in Vietnam yeah, War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin Luther King standing for... <laughs> Trump uh, gets four draft deferments for having bone spurs, and it's yeah. okay for him to do it. But, yeah, you know. for real. <laughs> uh, Ma- uh, Martin Luther King is marching and, and standing for African-American rights or people yeah. of color rights, and he gets assassinated for it. And do you think of other people like Rosa Parks and all these people who stood for something, yeah. stood for something that was bigger than them? Colin Kaepernick beat the NFL. Yeah. Now let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And I'm just trying to. I know there's some people who are listening who are like, oh, but you know what? Fuck that guy because he wore pig socks, mm-hmm. making fun of cops, you know, and and he wore that Castro shirt and he's done some and said some stuff that uh, was questionable in his, you know, during this doing his platform showing his time. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. I get that. I get that. Nobody is perfect. But I think what he is trying to shine a light on is but much even, bigger than I want to talk about I want to talk about the, the Castro shirt for a Thank second. Thank you. Talk about it, that, please. All right. He wasn't wearing a Fidel Castro shirt. He was wearing a Malcolm X shirt where Castro. Malcolm X is pictured with Fidel, uh, in, with Fidel Castro. Yeah. He, he, he probably doesn't even know who Fidel Castro is. You know what I mean? He was he the sh- reason he, why he wore that shirt mm-hmm. is because Malcolm X is on it, not because Fidel Castro's on yeah. it. Now, let me ask you a question: Did Fidel Castro f- fought a revolution back in and and 
In Cuba? In Cuba. Yeah, the thing and, was, yeah. Uh-huh. But but what he did, he at the moment he mm-hmm. was fighting for something that for his people. From yeah, because the previous uh, regime before Fidel was also yeah. a dictatorship, so yeah. he was fighting a dictatorship. He was fighting a dictatorship, but he became a dictator himself. And he became exactly. a dictator but himself. at the time, what he was doing something for the, it was for it was oh, it was very applauded by it, a lot of people. It was for the good. Yeah. Okay, now that's it's the recent Castro, of now, but it was yeah, applauded by now a lot of people. because of what he did when he became in, in power. We don't want to talk about that, but the point is, Castro did something relevant to what Colin Kaepernick was doing, just standing up for mm-hmm. something that was bigger than him. I'm not applauding Castro, but he took a stance on something to help other people because of the fact that it was being dictated, it was being oppressed. Yeah. So, like I said a second ago, before you uh, started to speak, Edwin. Colin Kaepernick beat the NFL, and he beat it legitly, and he beat it with class. Yeah. And he's at the table with Malcolm X. He's at the table. When we when we go to Black History Month, Colin Kaepernick is going to have a picture of a shirt on him. He's going to be in the same conversation with Barack Obama. Yeah. And when you think of Colin Kaepernick, you go say, "Oh, he was the quarterback for the NFL." No, they ain't gonna say that no more. No, they they're not gonna say yeah. that no more. No, that I, I totally agree. And I and I do think he's he's on that. Um, He's definitely putting himself into that conversation of he like is. the Martin Luther King and, and and all that stuff because of what you said at the beginning, which is what he's sacrificed. I mean, the guy is literally just giving up his livelihood, put himself out there for something that he felt. And and the thing, like I said, I've I've had this discussion now for man, it's been what, like three years now that we've been going back and forth with this. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But I I always go back and I say, don't hate the mess. Don't hate the messenger. Hate the message. You know, like mm-hmm. why. Think about why he's doing what he's doing. Think about if there's ever been anything in your life that you felt so compelled that you gave up everything to bring a focus to that. Now, Titi, you you're uh, you're an athlete now. You train. You played in the NFL. You had a a career where you worked hard for to get to where you got, right? What, like, think about what it would take for something to motor, move, move you so much that you were willing to give up everything that you worked hard for. You know what I mean? And just change everything. You know what I mean? And that's what he did. He was so compelled by what was happening socially. He was so socially aware of what was going on that he said, yo, I'm going to do this I'm gonna be the knowing that it. I'm going to risk being looked at in this negative way by a lot of people. Like, to me, that just, like, yo, I don't think anyone has the balls to fucking stand up for, again, in your office at work when somebody you know is, like, stealing uh, some mm-hmm. some supplies or something. You don't even have the, <laughs> the balls to stand up and say, hey, yo, John, stop being a dick, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, let alone, hey, do this, you know and, what I'm saying? And, and that's, and stop the being only, a bitch. And the only time <laughs> we uh, applaud or appreciate somebody that does something like that is when they're gone. Like, they get, a, they get yeah. killed. Yeah. And then old Colin Kaepernick did something that was unprecedented. He stood for a cause and lost his job. And we shouldn't have to wait for that. We should embrace this guy while he's alive. We should understand what he stood for was something that was much bigger than him and is going to last longer and and, and just say decades. And the kids that are like my son and wherever you have your kids, when they think of Colin Kaepernick, they're going to say the guy who stood who took a knee and never stood for the American flag because he felt like people of color were being oppressed yeah. by the government. And weren't getting a fair shake. And weren't getting a fair mm-hmm. shake. And I, to, to be honest with you, too, I think the NFL, 
is going to use Colin Kaepernick's platform to push forward. Since they already did the settlement, yeah. Now they're not going to talk about like oh, what they're going to go into crazy emergency they're, PR. They're going, right they're going to go yeah, right yeah. now. Say Colin Kaepernick. Now that we kind of hashed this relationship, how can we work together now? Hopefully. How can you no NFL the NFL has the NFL has to get on the right side of history, bro. Again, maybe this is, this maybe is part the of NFL that. has always been reactionary and not pro that would be a proactive solution. The reaction solution would be let's just shut up and hope this goes away. But you know, a year from now when Colin is still not signed and it's continuing to go on, well, then maybe, it might maybe, happen. Maybe part of that non disclosure is that He's gonna stop trying to get signed by an NFL team. He's just gonna. They could that be. he's retiring. Although he did say that. Uh, well, I, they did say that. Uh, there was three teams that are interested: the Jets, the Patriots, and a third team. Oh. I, I think. Oh. I think that non-disclosure also. What it does, it, it just washes the fact that they know teams were colluding. Mm-hmm. So, all right, since we already let the cat out of the bag, all right, let's fix this. How can I get an opportunity to showcase my talents? And some teams who are not stupid. Like the Redskins who signed Mark Sanchez, no, no, no for no for a fact that Colin Kaepernick is way better than him. Give give this dude another opportunity and just show us that either the game has moved forward without him or he can still play the game. If you are the person that thinks that Colin Kaepernick is not in the league because of his skill set or lack thereof, then you're insane. You're a crazy person. That's not the reason why he's not in the league. He's not in the league because. The owners were colluding against him. That's it's it's so obvious. I don't know. I don't know what else to say to those people. Like these are the same people that are out here, um, giving hot takes about what the fuck is going on everywhere in their lives, not just football. How, you can't even take these people seriously. I mean, I was I was looking it up here, and I think I have it. it's uh, his last season. He was 16, 16 touchdowns and four interceptions. Uh, a couple yeah. seasons before that, he led the team to a Super Bowl. Uh, he's got the skill set. He's twelve thousand, uh, twelve over twelve thousand passing yards, seventy-two touchdown passes to only thirty interceptions in his career. Mm-hmm. You know, also rushed for over two thousand yards with thirteen rushing touchdowns. And the guy's still young, takes good care. He, he remember he has a physique that you didn't see from quarterbacks. He was Mike Vick, but bigger, yeah, and bulkier, yeah. You know, he's got that lean thing. No, I, like I always him. thought I like he looked funny throwing. Huh? I liked him coming out of college, yeah. man. Yeah. I just I I, I thought didn't. he looked a little I'm not I didn't like him coming out of college. I thought he was overrated. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, like I thought with he you. looked a little funny throwing. I've always yeah. felt like it's weird, but dude, when he I felt like they go change him to receiver. Yeah, I could see that. But yeah. yo, the guy is proven. The proof is in the pudding. He's, yeah. he's 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 got the stats, you know, and even his last season with the, the 40, that was a horrible 49ers team. Which yeah. obviously, if you look at, it's not like Blaine Gabbert went in there and did miraculous things and said, "Oh well, I did what he couldn't do." No, Blaine yeah. Gabbert was a bum there too. And last season, without a, uh, without um, when they got rid of or Garoppolo got hurt, their fucking quarterback they had some. I forget the guy's name that was in there. Fuck, man, I forget his name. There's just some some they they had nothing. You know, they yeah. haven't been able to do nothing. And it's just this is it's there, dude. It's not a, a lack of talent. Yeah. The guy has it. It's a lack of talent around them. That he couldn't do it his last season, and that's what everybody keeps pointing the finger at. Oh well, he sucked. He couldn't do shit his last season. He's not yeah. good enough to be in the NFL. Fuck that, dude. Mark Sanchez in the league. Yeah. Man, that fucking Peterman guy was throwing yeah. how many yeah. interceptions for and Buffalo? Peter, and Peterman's on a practice squad with somebody. He still get a job. Yeah, bro. yeah dude, get exactly. the fuck out of here, bro. So you're, you're trying to tell me that Kaepernick can't get a starting job, can't get a backup job, can't get a third string job, yeah, can't bro. get a practice squad job? Nothing, right, man. Ridiculous. Yeah. Get out. I of mean, here. if you okay, I get it. If you're so motivated and 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 hurt by what he did, all right, man. It sucks. You know what I mean? But I hate Britney Spears. She makes horrible music. 
But I still got to, you know, I got to go about my life. And I know that she's not breaking any laws. So she's going to continue to make music. <laughs> yeah. you know what and, same, and the same people the same people who don't like what Colin Kaepernick stands for. Is he taking money out your pocket? Exactly. Is he, is he really going into your bank account and saying, hey, I'm the boogeyman here. Let me take your money for taking a knee. Give no. me the loot. Give me the loot. What, so those people <laughs> who really have an issue with Colin Kaepernick, okay, we understand. We understand your frustration. We understand that you don't appreciate what he's standing for. At the same time, you have to respect him. Respect what he did. You don't have to like it. Yeah. Respect what he did because he did something that I, I guarantee you that you wouldn't do. Yeah, and, and this the is the argument that these the argument that these people make is that oh I just I don't want to see that happening at when I'm trying to watch football. Don't, don't watch football. Or not even that. All right. What about the flip side? What about the people who believe that what they're doing, like the the forced patriotism, yeah, is is racist, yeah. right? Because what because of what like well what it stands for, uh, how the flag represents everything, good and bad, how the fucking uh, national anthem. Has that racist verse at the end of it? That's true. What about those people? Those people don't want to be forced to watch that shit either. What about TD? When he when you were in the league, you didn't have to come out for the national anthem. When when I played, we didn't have to come out. Yeah, like they just, go. I yeah. think they implemented that like in two thousand nine. I think yeah. it was yeah, it was after and you got out. It yeah. was for, like you said, it was forced patriotism. The yeah. NFL and the and, the military, military pays the NFL. Yeah, exactly, they paid a well bunch known. of money it's so well that known. they could come out there, bring out their soldiers, which I get it. Yeah. There's nothing. I'm I'm a military guy, man. I'm for I got no yeah, problem. For I know you do. You've done law enforcement, yeah. and those are two. We're two people that we have <laughs> a knowledge you of know, it. This reminded me of when I was covering the Panthers the other day. Yeah. When I texted you uh, during the game, I was like, "Yo, I wonder what all these Russian guys feel like when they have all this uh, patriotism stuff going on at the game. <laughs> <laughs> they must feel mad, uncomfortable, right? Yeah, dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> that go. But but I'm saying, you know, we're not speaking from. From ignorant perspectives here, we're not saying, oh, you know, this guy without understanding the facts. Like, I understand it, man. I got a lot of military buddies that even though I'll tell them everything we told them and stuff, they're still going to be like, no, fuck this guy. He's disrespecting the flag. And they don't understand that he's not. He's exercising right. I get that, man. But eventually, like I said, I got to put up a Britney Spears and a bunch of shit ass music. You know? I love Britney. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so if that's the case, you know, I'm sorry, man. It's just going to happen. But anyway. That's what's been going on with Kaepernick. Turned down, uh, or he got that settlement money. Hopefully, he gets a job. I mean, Eric Reed's already with the Panthers. He seems to uh, fit in there. And he was another, he was a pro I think bowler. he got an extension, too. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, yeah, I got to look at it. But he was a pro yeah. bowler, you know. It's yeah. not like he was a bum, either. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, hopefully, this works out. Now, there's, uh, the Patriots were rumored as one of the teams. But you know what I heard today? Uh-huh. So, during the season, Odell Beckham Jr. was um, put out there for trade. The Giants were looking to ship him. You know, Giants had a horrible season. Yeah. Their only bright spot was Saquon. So they were shopping him around. And apparently, the Patriots were interested. And as soon as the Patriots became interested, the Giants took Odell off. They said, no, we're not even going to entertain this. We're not even, no, we're not talking to you. I like that. I like that. Because I'm sick and tired of all these fucking teams around the league giving their players to the fucking Patriots, man. What players do they give to the Patriots, Gus? Give me a player. Every team. Give me a player. That you're like, oh man, I can't believe he went to. They get nobody. First of all, the team anytime, that wanna, anytime they receivers. get anybody, Wes Walker, motherfucker. Name to, okay, that's, Wes, come, well, on, come on, bro. That's get not it over who Wes Walker is. Like, if you if you'd have said Melvin Gordon, okay, he they really got him for free. But well, Josh he's, Gordon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh I, I said, Gordon, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. Said Melvin, I said Melvin, yeah. I'm so sorry, Josh Gordon, Josh Gordon. 
Josh Gordon was given just basically given away to them. Yes, yeah, and, but he but was also suspended he's a head and case. everything. He's dude. a head Come case. on, and he didn't so, even finish the season. Because no, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you sound when you when you throw out Wes Walker, you sound like the guys who are mad about the protesting. <laughs> also, yeah. Not yeah. Get off. Hey. I know you're right, but no, I'm mad. <laughs> you know, I don't think Wes Walker won a Super Bowl with them either. But no, whatever. no, he didn't. Name me <laughs> two. Anyways, name two receivers. But it doesn't matter. Look, but name two receivers. Not named Edelman. Name two receivers. Not named Edelman. Right now? Yes. Uh, Chris. Chris, Hogan? what? Uh, always don't, open. Seven Eleven. Don't tell him. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. And what else? Name uh, all those players that they always get. Josh Gordon. No, Josh. He wasn't <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the Patriots do the Look, most with the they, least, bro. Don't hate. Bro. But anytime they get a player, they, that guy becomes the shit. No, just get, don't send anybody over there. No, bro. Dude. The, the Patriots just know how to use their guys correctly. If they get they a do, lot of they guys. Do. They get a lot of guys that end up being shit too. Like Josh Gordon couldn't couldn't hang it. Ocho Cinco went over there. Right, couldn't see out. the field. No, time out, time out. No, Josh Gordon, Josh Gordon was played well. I know he played well, but obviously he's. But he has a head case. He's off the field issues. Issues, man. You know. I don't think Odell Beckham would have went over there and did good because the Patriots like to spread the ball around. Yeah, and, no, he would have complained. complained. Odell Beckham needs oh. to get fed. They they need an office tailored yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. Like oh, it's dude. all right. It's if if uh, Odell, uh Julian bro. Edelman is getting eleven catches in a game. Yeah, how many catches Odell Beckham is getting? Okay, hold on. They got to transition. They got to switch positions. You're forgetting Odell Beckham was on the record saying that he's tired of running up the middle. That he was tired of being that slot guy. He's like, man, every once in a while, I'd like to be able to. Go over the top, but you know we don't have a quarterback that can give me the ball. He threw Eli under the bus for not being able to throw the deep ball. Well, Brady um, can't do that either. Uh, dude, Brady can throw the deep ball. Not he has as much as Odell. You're a Brady lover now, bro. You're a Brady lover now. I'm not a Brady lover. I'm just recognizing what, Bra- what's happening, bro. Brady can throw the deep ball, but it's not like if you got Edelman Patrick in the Mahomes. slot. If you got Edelman in the slot, you got Gronk on the other side of your tight end. Odell's going to stretch the field, bro. One guy's going to be open. You don't have enough to cover that. And he's going to finally be in a situation. But if Odell goes to the Patriots. All those guys are open anyways. They don't even need better. If Odell they went don't. to the Patriots, that's 100 times better than what he was going, than what he had in the Giants. Bro. It doesn't, that's, of it course doesn't, it is. Exactly. But so they don't necessarily be, need him, though. They can win without Odell. Oh, they can win without him. But could you imagine, like, bro, the only t- only receiver Brady has ever had was Randy Moss. The only, like, real legit threat. You know what I mean? Wes Walker is a, is a textbook overachiever. That guy shouldn't be as good as he is, but he's an overachiever, and it's great for him. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I thought it's I thought great for Edelman. him. Oh, um, uh, Edelman. Edelman yeah. is a textbook overachiever. He's a, a, no. a tiny receiver that mm. is able to make great shit happen. Look no. at Danny Amendola when he was no. over there. It was yeah. great. Comes to us, we just don't know how to use him right. right. And they've had the, the West Walker was a castaway from the Dolphins. He goes to the Patriots, and he's an overachiever over there. The only When he went to the Broncos, he had a, like one good season, but that's also Peyton Manning. You know what I yeah. mean? But – the you got a guy. The only real legit threat, like nasty threat, was Randy Moss, and even then he was a castaway. You remember yeah. what team Randy Moss came from? Raiders. Oakland from the Raiders, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Where he was like, bro, everybody. This guy was dead in the water. This guy's like nobody wants so, him, bro. So Barrios, who came from the University of Miami, he can't even there. touch the field, but just because well, he was injured. He, he, but he's yeah. the, he's the same kind of caliber player exactly. as, as Edelman mm-hmm. and Wes Walker. Not and, a first round pick. None of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So so you're telling me if they insert. Barrios into their offense. He'll instantly become one of their no, best No, no, no. I'm not saying that he'll become that. I'm saying that the ones that oh, have been sure. successful, the ones that have been successful are just a, a, a reflection of how good that system is. Uh, Hogan, it's another incredible. one. He's had good success in the Patriots, but we kicked him off our practice squad. You know I don't what understand mean? that. But why, but why Dorsett can't go over there and overachieve? Now, exa- why, why couldn't Chad Johnson do it? You know, there's been some guys that have gone yeah. there and not been successful. You know, and that's the weird thing about the Patriots that they've never had that true number one receiver that is a threat. They've had guys, Troy Brown, 
Remember back in the early yeah, 2000s? Troy Brown. He, he was playing quarterback and wide receiver. He was all over the field. There's their nickel, nickel back and everything. It's They've always done a lot with Little, but they've never had a legit number one receiver other than the Randy Moss years. That was like, like seriously, he's never had it. So if you put a guy like Odell Beckham or even Antonio Brown was available that now. That ain't going to happen. That, that won't happen. I don't think Antonio Brown, but I thought the Odell man, Odell, the guy is legit and he's young. He could do some shit over there, bro. That guy, that would have been scary. And I'm glad it didn't happen. Uh, me too. I'm glad it didn't happen. Fuck that. But it would have been scary. And it's just, man, you know, just some shit there, bro. Just some shit there. I just think the Giants are in one hell of a doo-doo mess there, bro. Oh, yeah, man. Giants are the, the, a hot the, mess right the now. Giants, the Giants are not a hot mess. Once they get the chemistry going over there, I think everything can be perfectly fine. Because they're yeah. one. You, you're telling me that Eli Manny, who, who had other great players around him, was able to win two Super Bowl rings, but can't win two Super uh, Just make the playoffs with the talent of the group of guys he have with him now. I yeah. just think he's done. I don't think he's done, bro. I, I, I don't I just, think I don't. I just think the offensive coordinator is not building the offense around him. That could be it. I think the Giants have a lot of more holes than than we realize. Because yeah. that team is bad. Saquon is just really fucking good. Who won awesome, Rookie bro. of the Year? Was It was Baker, right? No, it was no, Saquon. Saquon, 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 Saquon yeah. won it, yeah. And TD Baker, Baker Mayfield should have won it. Yeah. Personally, I I, I think, think so too. I thought this guy put up the stats. Yeah, and he dealt with the uh, the New York vibe and the pressures of playing in New York. But but, but yo, you take a zero and sixteen team exactly. But to Baker took the worst eight. franchise in sports yep. and made him. Not I bad. was one of the guys in the beginning of the season. I said yo, the yeah, Browns. You were, you were. Yo, Edwin and I were scared. We're like, yo, if the, if Cleveland makes the playoffs, we were wrong as fuck. <laughs> Only because the, when you insert a guy like Baker Mayfield, who has that me against the world mentality, yeah, and you put him just around the guys that feel the same exact way, a lot of damage can happen. Yeah. And like, I just hope this wasn't a like a a one and done season for them. I hope next year they progress, yeah, and get better. You woke but, up feeling dangerous. But if well, you, you they, they're, they're, they're one, they're one. See, the thing about it, they're one coach away from making the playoffs. I don't think it's the t- players. They're a coach away from making the playoffs because they have the talent. Well, that, and, and you mentioned the coach thing, and right now, you know, they they had Hugh Jackson, yeah, got rid of him. I don't know if they did. They finally pick a successor. Yeah, they got a successor. I, okay, you you look up who the current yeah. coach is, but mm-hmm. they had an interim coach in the yeah. meantime. Had success with them. Now they go with a new direction. Third coach in one year for Baker. You know what I mean? That's yeah. gonna be tough. That's gonna be. That's a lot to ask out of a guy who's still. You know, Freddie, Freddie Kitchens is just the new head yeah, coach. Right. He yeah, he was the right. officer coordinator for them. Yeah. So, but well, but he's got the entire and he's got the entire offseason to work yeah. with them. You know what I mean? Because Greg, Wh- see, now don't get me wrong. When Greg Williams was the interim head coach, mm-hmm. he had those boys believing. I felt like they should have kept him as the head coach because he's a dog. Yeah. He's the type of guy that'll get a guy to run into a wall for him. But Freddie Kitchens, the offense turned around because of him. They started yeah. being – like they was playing sexy, but they was executing all the plays when they were playing sexy. Yeah. So now let's see how they're going to transition next year because they got Kareem Hunt. You know, it's, well, we'll see. I don't, I don't think Kareem Hunt's playing next season. I think the they're gonna he's gonna have to sit out. He's gonna yeah. have to but, sit out a year, and then uh, by uh, then they'll, they'll probably be he released. wasn't convicted of anything. But he's I don't he know. Wasn't convicted of yet, anything? Not yet. It's not about being out. Not yet. It's not, not yet. The, the video is out there. The girl, it's did, damaging, the girl, it's the damning. girl, did the girl ever press charges? I don't. I, I'm not gonna pretend like I know. I don't know if she the, has. She did. But, but the NFL again, being reactionary, yeah. has punished people just based on the evidence, even though they weren't. 
so so may I ask you a question? Remember, why did he get cut by the uh, Kansas City Chiefs? Why? Because for lying. That's it. Yeah. He got cut for lying. Yeah, he did. Now, if he would have came out and was truthful about it, he'll still be on a team, probably. But that's a sp- well, it's, it's who hypothetical. knows? Because once that video was released, it was yeah. But if he would have been transparent about no. what he did, all right, I can't. Maybe his chances well, were no, Ray Rice better. was was uh, it's just horrible. Ray Rice he, was yeah. the same thing. It was he, his wife. But he, yeah. he said. Spit on but it. he said. Uh, he said right off the bat what he did. He told Baltimore like this happened, this and they knew it. Yeah. But then when the video came out. That's yeah. when they, That's the yeah. thing, man. The, they the added pictures, to it. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, pi- the video strong, does a lot. The, the, video the video does a does lot. The video does a lot, a lot. And, it, and then that's another thing, man. Think of all the times that there isn't a video. I feel bad, dude, because there's a lot of times when there isn't oh, a video, yeah. man. And, th- and this is outside of football as well, man. When you hear about, yep. you know, the stuff that Kaepernick is is uh, is standing up for. When you hear a guy, you know, that's, uh, 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 you know, a black guy, Hispanic guy who says, yo, I got, you know, beat up by the cops and this and that. And then you see all the, the stuff. It's out there, man. There's a there lot are, of fucked up shit going on. And what was that? Uh, if there's I, no pictures, there's no, you know, what was like that it didn't Knicks, Was it a Knicks player, I think? Which one? That uh, he got he got beat up by, by cops. Oh. Know, I, think was, uh, I think it was a Milwaukee Buck. Uh, oh. um, his name. I forgot his name, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. He actually broke his leg, got messed up pretty yeah, bad, and he yeah. sued the police. Oh, and he got uh, Cephalosia? No. Yeah, Steph- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Cephalosia. He, he played for OKC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm telling you, man. You see, and yeah. if there's no, he got lucky because he was a celebrity. You know, yeah. even think even about the, the tennis, other guys. The that, tennis player Blake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the it, tennis player got uh, yeah. right outside of Trump Tower. Or yeah. Something like they that. they Blake confused James? him. They confused him with somebody else, and they just just bum rushed him. Oh, yeah. that's right. That Blake James. Yeah. Tell you, man. Yeah. See, again, bro, it's a it's yeah. a it's a weird world, man. And some of us are more fortunate just because of the color of our skin, man. Really, yeah. it, uh, it's the sad truth. No, I always that, tell people, yo, living in Miami, bro, as a Hispanic person, we live in a bubble. We're not for sure. We don't know what it's like to live in like white people America. You, know what yeah. I mean? yeah. you sure got we a pretty don't mouth. Know what it's like. I um, bet you ask anybody out there say, hey, you want to be black? Yeah. All right, are you rich black or are you poor black? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question you want to ask yep. you. Like, all right, which black? Man. Yep. Now, okay, I'm going to change gears a little bit. I want to keep it with football, but I want to talk about something else. We haven't, Gus, Gus and I wanted to talk about it last week. We didn't get around to it. But the A, A, what is it? A-A-F. 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 I feel, I don't like mm-hmm. that acronym. It sounds weird. F. American Aff. Alliance football, and it's supposed to be league. Yo, that shit is American as fuck. American <laughs> as fuck. There you go, Gus. You got it down. AAF, American as fuck football. Uh, <laughs> Which people are starting to like to watch now. Or the, or the double, yeah, yeah, I've double heard. AF. I've looked at, I got, okay, I don't have it in front of me, but I was looking at some of the, uh, the players. Good. The players that were playing in it in you know, the schools that they came from. Um, our, our boy, um, shit, the... One of our friends is on it, is, is playing over there. Some guys from the FIU is playing over there as well. Okay. Some former Canes. Uh, some former what, guys. Thomas were, Owens? Huh? Thomas I Owens? I don't know. I don't know. He might be up there. I wonder the, what happened to him, man. The guy was so talented. Yeah. But the point is, there's um, there's it's a league. It's not meant to compete with the NFL. It's honestly, you got to look at it as something to do while the NFL is not around because yeah. this is the offseason. So why not just watch some football? You I haven't know gotten I mean? around to it. Man. It's better than college. Because these are pro athletes or amateur or guys that were already out of yeah. college. Yeah. So you're getting it's a step above. It's not obviously NFL, but yo, it can get there. You can be surprised. You can see some guys come out of there. Y- y'all guys, y'all guys remember uh, the NFL Europe? Yeah. Yeah. And how Kurt Warner played there. Yeah. And how NFL teams were the term allocated to specific teams mm-hmm. over there in Europe. They had a patch on their helmet or their shoulder on their mm-hmm. chest. And they will be there until training camp starts. Yeah. 
that's what I think the NFL is using the AAF for. And no. at the moment, they, I don't think they want to admit to it because they don't want to. Yeah, get because people, it's not. At least it's, with NFL Europe, it was an NFL, NFL product. NFL yeah. only. But when you think about the players that are involved when it comes to uh, who coaches, who is the in position of uh, making choices, Bill Polian, you got coaches that were former coaches in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Bill Polian, your boy. Bill Polian, yeah. He's uh, actually a co-owner of it. He's He's of the whole league. He's like a commissioner or one of the the main guys. So when you think – because you got got the XFL that's coming out soon. XFL comes out. And there's one more league that's coming out. I think Ricky Williams is a part of it. That oh I forget what that yeah one is they're, 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 they're competing for those ratings yeah the and this AAF is not competing for ratings because I had this discussion at NFL Network I was talking to one of the executives he's like yo we need to make sure that people watch the sport I say just think about this when when you're thinking about promoting a, a brand of course you care about the audience but you just care more about the product mm-hmm. and if the product is good people will start showing up and watching the game and if the NFL Europe league was not meant for ratings yeah. it was about developing certain players to make sure when they come back they could be able to can help the team win the af has cd level players yeah but why they are cd player levels because they was on practice squad it was backing up so many guys and never got a chance to showcase his talent so yeah. now you're able to showcase a am i'm a cd or i'm a ba yeah and it's just another platform to show, you know, yeah. some skill, man. Yeah, exactly. But, see, but a guy like Trent Richardson, yeah. who's over there yeah, with the, Richardson, dude. who's over there with the Alabama team. Uh-huh. Now, if he can't get it done on this level, that's it's a, a it's a number three th- overall pick, bro. That's yeah. a that's a clear cut example that you can't play in the NFL if you can't play at this level. Yeah. So he can be an yeah. exception to the rule. So if you say, hey, he's going out there and, and racking up. 2,000 yards, what he should be doing, exactly. but he's still running into people, running into the offensive lineman, he still doesn't have that that niche. Yeah. But I personally think the AAF is a developmental league for the NFL. Not this year. I want to say by 2020, 2021. All right. I, I, I'm just not going to complain about football, man. Why? <laughs> I got something. Right now, dude, this is, this is you know, basketball season's winding down. You're going to get into just there's going to be a time very soon now in the next few months where it's just oh, it's just baseball, you know, so why not have a little football yeah. you know, sprinkled in there? I don't although I don't know if the season goes that far, but, you know, it stops in not, April in April. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But, the, but the, football is your round, bro. But still, man, yeah, it's, it's you like, got, it's you like got weaning it. off the NFL. You just you had a you had a bad downer with the Super Bowl, but now you get a nice little upper. Now, hey, that that uh, American is fuck league um, couldn't have had a better <laughs> first week with the. Uh, the, the ratings, they had a, a huge ratings on the first week. Second week was kind of bad. But, yo, what better? Like, you got to think. Bill Polian was probably, after that first week, he was over there just feeling so good after that hit that that quarterback took where the helmet flew off. Oh, yeah. That I, don't was th- like, I don't think he liked that, though. He doesn't oh, want to. But want, that he, just got him so many clicks, bro. That oh, thing was sure. retweeted. So, it was like the perfect. The guy's okay. He didn't get hurt. It was more of a visual spectacle. Uh-huh. You know, like, oh, my God, the helmet. Like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, that yeah, jo- yeah. The, like Jadavian throwback Clowney. football back in the day. Yeah, football, it was like yeah. a Jadavian Clowney hit, you know, where you see the helmet fly. Oh, yeah. Like, it, was, it was something that's just, it was viral. You know, when you have a brand new product in the first week, it goes oh viral. Oh, my God. Exactly. And another thing the AF is doing is they're, they're, they're implementing rules. Yeah, they got some cool new rules. Rules that the NFL doesn't want to touch yet. But they're going to see how it yeah. transitions. That's, that's right. That's what I'm saying. Guys. No like, extra points. They're they're seeing exactly how it works on this level. With no field goals. No field goal extra points. You no got to go yeah. for two. It's all and, two. And no kickoff. And no, no kickoff. kickoff. So they want to see how this looks, see if fans like it. They may do a survey. 
I can deal with not being having kickoff on there. Yeah. But I yeah. want punt return. Or I don't want kickoff. But I can have, I mean, sorry, we can have take away punt return, we can have kickoff. Something has to go. Yeah. Because one of well, those. They got rid of kickoffs and they're, they're sticking with punt returns. Yeah, that's I'm what I'm saying. That, you know what so, I mean? Fine. I'm fine with that. Now, but a lot of guys will lose jobs too. Well, because special teams is where you really make the team. Yeah, that, yeah. Ex- yeah, that part is true. But also the the rule changes now in the NFL. It's it special teams is not the same. You you the rules have changed for onside kicks. You can't get the running start. So the I think the conversion rate on onside kicks was at an all time low mm-hmm. th- this season and last season because yep. of the rule changes. Yep. Because yeah. of the fair catch at the twenty five, yep. less teams are taking it out because the kicks have been moved up. You're getting more touchbacks. So the special teams, the art of being a special teams player is getting, you know, your opportunities to become that are less and less and less with each year. Yeah. Now with this, maybe now you can shift the focus to just punt returns and punt special teams and that kind of stuff. But the best thing about it is that there's no time wasted. Team scores, all right, the team get the ball on the other side. There's no, oh, we're going to kick it off, touchback, commercial, another commercial, come back, and then we get started. No, the, the action is more nonstop. I like that, too. Yeah, it, that, that part is cool. Sometimes and NFL can get a little... Oh, bro, if bro. once the team scores, like, then you got to wait for the extra. Then they go to commercial, they come back, they yeah, kick bro. the extra point, then they go into no, commercial. No, they still go to the commercial. Yeah, then, they the, style, then they do the kickoff, it gets touchback, they go into another commercial, then they come back, and it's been 10 minutes since the team scored a touchdown, and the team is finally going, they got the ball, and it's like, come yeah. Yeah, bro. yeah it's horrible. <laughs> but the uh, the one thing to learn from this also, you, you mentioned they're gonna they're gonna pick things up. These new leagues are gonna try something different. They're gonna try something new. They're gonna think they're gonna be innovative. They're gonna put something out there like the no kickoffs, yeah. like the forced uh, two point conversions. Just mm-hmm. like there's there's rules in uh minor league baseball that yeah. they're trying out in those, exactly. in those little leagues. And the Middle NFL East. is going <laughs> to adapt something exactly. because they're going to adopt something because it's it, it, they've done this in the past. When XFL came around, people forget that camera that, that floats mm-hmm. over the over the, oh, yeah, uh, the yeah. stadium that they, just comes out. That was Vince McMahon's yeah. idea. Yep. Yeah. That he didn't camera, trademark it, though. Yeah. Sure. That camera yeah, that comes around that, 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 that puts you right over the, the quarterback is about to snap the ball. Gives you all 22. Yeah. Mm. That, that makes you feel like you're in a video game. Yeah. That was all Vince McMahon's idea to get people. Remember, he wanted to have uh, helmet cams, cams and shit like that on the on the, the and Actually, stuff like the that. people, the, the cameraman that's on the field, too, who runs around. Yeah, that's that came right. from the XFL, too. Yeah, but they, yeah. No, but they also, I, fuck yeah, I forgot. The XFL had an on-the-field cameraman. Yeah, that's they what had, I'm saying. They had what? No, because now in the NFL they have the sideline camera guys that are no, running. I'm talking about the guy when he scores a touchdown, he comes on the field. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. but no, XFL had a guy during gameplay on the field. Oh like they tried yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, out yeah. And then was, they were yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's not gonna work. Yeah, but yeah, that yeah. was one of their things. That yeah, was yeah, one of their niches. I saw it on that 30 for 30. Uh, yeah. 30 for 30. Um, what you call it on the XFL? That he thing hate was me. dope. Yeah, yeah. He hate me and stuff like that. You know, nickname jerseys, things like that. Now speaking of 30 for 30. And uh, movies here, yeah. right? Yes, our boy, gonna be in a, now. If you don't know, TD, he was in uh, what was what was the Tupac movie? Was it called Tupac movie? That's my glory to fame. That's it. What was the what was, what was <laughs> All it Eyes on Me? All Eyes on Me. TD was in that. All Eyes on Me. He's got me. he's got some IMPD credentials. You yeah. know, he's a SAG. Are you a SAG member? Uh, I got. I can go SAG, but I haven't done it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So our boy he's here, still, he's still tightening up. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, too yeah, tight I like to the sag. indie scene. Yeah, but he's too tight to SAG. <laughs> he's not. He's not saggy yet. <laughs> I don't do enough to be SAG. But yeah, go, go ahead, Gus. You about to say something, bro? I mean, uh, Edwin. But uh, but you got you got you know you got your acting credentials. You know, I've been in the back of uh, some post game press conferences. You know, video bombing. That's as close as I get to, uh, <laughs> yeah. to being on TV. But I've made my debut, Gus. Uh, have you ever been on TV? 
Yeah. Yeah. Remember we were on first take? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Gus and I were on first take. True that. True that. In the some. background. Oh, I got to show you that yeah, video. Yeah. We were on first take during the, the, the Heat Spurs uh, finals, man. We'll, no, I'll show yeah. you that one after. Technically, you video. are a celebrity because when the Dolphins uh, had that uh, the Miami, Mar- Miami yeah, Miracle. I was hanging out with like, Kenyon Drake during the post yeah. game. You know what that's I'm saying? Right. And you looked surprised. Like, yeah, what? The, you saw a ghost. Yeah, I was hanging out. I've, I've hung out with Kenyon Drake. Post game after the Miami Miracle, I hung out with Jimbo Fisher after the Canes UM game. Yep. You know, after the game, I uh, I hung out with Lane Kiffin after he won the uh, Conference <laughs> USA championship. Yeah. So I've been there. I've been. It's been documented that I've made my debut. But you, my friend, are going to be part of something else. This is this is a pretty big deal here. You're part of a a. Is it? It's not a thirty for thirty, right? It's a documentary. No, it's it's a documentary. documentary, but it's yeah. not like an actual thirty for thirty for me. No. Oh, but it's on tour. Yeah, it's a rack on tour film directed by. Billy Corbin, who mm. directed Cocaine Cowboys, the U1, the U2. Two. Uh, he's got the new Cocaine Cowboys, Broke. That's the one I, I really like. Well, there's already two Cocaine Cowboys out. Oh, there's two. Yeah. So this is yeah. a new there's one. There's going to be a third one. A third, third Cocaine one. Cowboys. He did the Broke one, which I think is a really, really yeah, good Yeah, Broke movie. was really cool. Uh, he did the two U movies. And now he's doing, what's it called? The Magic City Hustle? Yep, Magic City Hustle. Yeah. Man, I hope we make the cut. Me too. Because Gus and I were there on the first day of the highlight. And I know that we saw we saw Billy and we saw them filming that first day and, and getting all their uh yeah. their material. And I know we were we were maybe we come out there, Gus. Maybe, maybe. Man, there was one there was uh that one day that we did the podcast from there. Yeah. That they filmed us doing the podcast. Yeah. When we had so we had a couple of fans join us yeah. <laughs> during the show. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm telling you. So hopefully we'll be uh maybe we're we're yet to find we'll we'll see. We'll see what's happening. Is, but it's Billy. Whatever he touches, he turns you know the magic. Yeah. You know, yeah no, no point awesome. intended. He's really good at his job, and uh, he was free flowing and being followed around with the cameras. It was kind of weird because I'm focusing on the season. Yeah. I want to win. Now wait, wait, wait. Before I forget, let me explain. So Magic City Hustle is a documentary made about you and your coworkers and your your partners there at Magic City Casino, uh-huh. and which is basically the whole the, the whole UM guys mm-hmm. that were brought out of uh, you know their different walks of life, whatever they were doing, mm-hmm. to all of a sudden learn highlight mm-hmm. and do it professionally mm-hmm. and get recorded the whole process to mm-hmm. you know after a year mm-hmm. now it's been and now it, your, your movie debut is coming out March second. It's gonna be locally. Uh, they're gonna be doing the movie. Re- uh, what is it? The um, March second. March second. That's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing a release, so that's gonna be happening. And then the movie will come out. But yeah, yeah man. Yeah. You're. Uh, that's your big deal there. And you know, tell tell us a little bit more about. Yeah, that. it's a big deal. Like I said, uh, Billy Corbin and his crew followed us around. A, a selected few players, a majority of them were Miami players, and a couple guys that didn't play at the University of Miami. And it was just showing all our walks of life. You know, some guys. You know, family members. Some guys were, you know, didn't have a family. They was just a single guy, and it was just showing the process from the day we put on the Cesta until we got into the final championship game. Yeah, the process of the whole thing. And to be honest with you, uh, it was it was fun. It was it was something I can always look back on and say, hey, I did something that. To be honest with you, I felt it was pretty difficult. Oh yeah, and learning a whole new entire sport at the age of thirty-five at the time, I felt like it was gonna be a, a, a task. Yeah, man. But Billy Corbin, like I said, him and his crew did a fantastic job with the filming. Our CEO Scott, uh, he saw the preview of it, uh, somewhat of the final cut, and he said, "We're gonna love it," That's and awesome. I can't wait to see it. 
I I really can't. I hope uh, we won an uh, Emmy or Oscar one of these days. Yeah, both, bro. That'll be the shit. Yeah, both, bro. Uh, yeah. You know what's the cool thing? We were there for the first day, and we were there for the last day. That's true. The most important so, days. And yeah. and then I was there quite Sprinkles. a few times in the middle to yeah. watch you lose, because every Sprinkled time I in showed in the up, you would lose. Gus, Gus saw me when I had my, uh, my flu game. Flu game came yeah. in like, <laughs> yeah. like I had I had one of the best best performances I think planned when I had to literally beat uh, Jayless and the GM's son uh, Asier. Mm-hmm. You know nothing against Nate the Great, but by myself. For, <laughs> and it was we had go, to, we had to, be, right we had to beat them <laughs> on a playoff game because we had to lead yeah. we had to lead in doubles the entire time until Asier and Jayless came and tied it up and what's so funny the week of the championship me and my partner was two games up on everybody and jay listen uh, asir you know worked their way up and he said okay we're changing it up now instead of the guys who have the most second places if a, two teams are tied wins we're just going to do a sudden death playoff up to 10 nice See the thing about it, I was pissed off Not I, nice. I was pissed <laughs> i was so pissed because they changed the rules and i felt like you, you, I'm using Nate's the great term. They're moving the goalposts on us. Oh, I'm kicking yeah. the hill going and moving the goalposts left. But you're yeah. a hurricane, bro. You're used to the refs cheating you I, out of I, shit. I, you know I what I'm saying? To right. be honest with you, when they tied the game up and we had to go yeah. into the sudden death, I literally hit a switch, bro. Hey, man. And I had to go commando. Yeah, bro. I've been in that zone, you know? Yeah, I was locked in. Sometimes on Sundays. You know, when I'm playing fan, uh, flag football, flag football yeah. bro, I've, I've had some good yeah, games. Everybody had good moments. Bro. I throw some nice fucking some dimes, bro, out there. Yeah. You know, look like Tom Brady out there throwing that shit. John Elway, probably. Uh, yeah, throw like throw like them, you know, run like, uh, <laughs> like, run, like Dan, run, run like Dan Marino. <laughs> run like Dan Marino out there. Uh-huh. But no, dude, but yeah, honestly, it was it was super cool to, to, yeah. to, to see it from the, the first day and to see how much you guys progressed all the way up until the closing day and to see you lose all those times in the middle was really cool uh, <laughs> yeah, to watch you finally win yeah. online, you know, and, and I know it's, I'm saying that you lost a bunch, but you were, you, you came in second in, in singles and first in doubles, you know, and you won so many games yet. Every time I win, it was just a loss. I felt <laughs> yeah. bad because I was being, uh, I was the bad luck charm, but it was always fun. It was always a really good time. And, man, and yeah, you know, I, well, I didn't win in the casino either. I, I'm just, I'm not good You're at, just that. not good at betting, bro. Yeah. I'm not good at it. Cindy's really good. She had a good time. Um, uh, yeah, Russia, Magic City yeah, Casino. Roulette. Yeah, man. Ma- Magic City Casino has always been uh, has been good to us. Obviously, they you know part of the show here. So that part we're really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the the debut. Magic City Senior. Hustle. Yeah, bro, mm-hmm. it's gonna be fun. Um, now that's uh that's a good one, right, Gus? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, that's good. Now you know what uh what I do want to talk about. I want to talk about that shit face, Mike Stanton. I'm going to call him Mike Stanton. He's not even Giancarlo Stanton anymore. I'm going back to your fake name. Since you want to go back in time and talk shit about the Marlins, and I'm going to go back in time and talk about you when you had a different name and you were much more liked than you were when you were Giancarlo. Stop being a bitch. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yep. You know, open up the pit, bro. I haven't thrown anyone in the pit in a while. Damn. I'm kind of pit, pit empty here, bro. But John, before I even get started, just Giancarlo, Mike, don't call me whatever Stanton, whatever your name is this week, bro. You and your Yankee hat, which I fucking like the Yankee hat because you know I'm a Yankee, you know, I think yeah, Yankee, but fuck, bro. Shut the See? fuck up, bro. Get your name, you know, fucking, you're much. Come you're, on, come over to the dark side. Hate the Yankees, bro. No, bro, I hate this guy, bro. Like, bro, <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing at this point? You you went to the, you went to the playoffs. You went to the Yankees. You got everything you fucking wanted. Yeah. And they, and you asked, you were asked a question that had nothing to do with us. And if you just wanted to put 
our name in your mouth for nothing. I'll give you yeah. something to put in your mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Woo! Oh! But come on, man. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Oh, that, that shit just really, like, it, it's annoying. Man, that and really, tell them how you really feel. Man, bro. At, at the it's a bitch. It's a bitch. I throw him in the pit, bro. Wait, slap him first. Oh, no! Yeah, bring him back up. Bring him back up. Slap his ass and then throw him in there. Not his ass, but his face. There it is. Now throw him in there. Oh no! Yeah, no. Send him. jumps into the pit after him. Let me get that booty. <laughs> so, but why did you think he made that comment though? Like he could have said anything else, but that, why do you think he made the comment? That's the really disturbing thing because you know Giancarlo was such a quiet guy while he was here. They didn't have to deal with the press. We all like the press that was here was always like you know throwing him softballs. He, he was never had to be the leader. Yeah, you know what I mean. He was never the vocal leader. He led with his, his 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 big stick and his ass or whatever, you know. But whatever. Um, his I monster just, dogs. Exactly. He can hit home runs like nothing, and and he brought us a lot of joy that season and his whole tenure here. Um, but apparently he was asked, uh, when was this? This was today. That was this was tweeted out. It was either today or yesterday. Oh, yeah. It was yesterday. So he was asked, uh, what have you learned so far being in New York? And apparently. That means uh, let me trash the Marlins, which has nothing to do with it. And he says, oh, well, I've, I've learned that it feels good to play baseball, you know, important games past May 7th. He picked a random date, May 7th. Yeah. I don't know what's the – maybe he has a thing with May 7th. I don't know. Maybe one of his uh, groupies dumped him on May 7th and he's still hung over <laughs> about it. You know, whatever it is. I would never dump him. Yeah, but somebody dumped him. Somebody hurt his feelings. But May 7th, he chose that day. Now, the beautiful thing is that the internet – you know, they're going to fact check you. They're going to remember everything that you say. Exactly. And uh, the Internet went and said, yo, there's, there was at least one time in your uh, Marlins tenure where after May 7th, well, after May 7th, you were in first place. So how can mm. you not be playing mm -hmm. meaningful games? So what? Uh, right off the bat, what Got you're saying he. is dumb, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but then the, 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 the Internet, brother, it's just good. The bro. Internet's undefeated. It's undefeated, bro. Now, it is. I want to give a, a props to Clay Fer Ferraro from WPLG Channel 10. He is the... Uh, Sports anchor reporter for, for Channel 10. Homeboy came out with such a perfect tweet, bro. It's that touche. Almost, no, the touche is when you put it, the perfect amount of characters, right? Uh huh. But this, I don't know what you call this, but this was such a nice burn. So he retweets the video that uh, SNY posted out, and he wrote, Stanton hit 238 with one RBI, one extra base hit in the postseason last year. So maybe games that matter aren't his thing. Yeah. Such a fucking burn right there. That's how you get in the show with that one, though. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, dude. Such a sick, sick bird. I like it. Let me see. I think there was some other people. Because everybody was, like, ripping him in the comments, you know. And uh, let's see here. Can Carlos show his face back in Miami after that, though? But I think now, I hope, with what he's giving us now, with this little, you know, bulletin board material, like, you know, fuck you, bro. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> I was looking here. Somebody wrote Gian K K K K K K K Carlos because <laughs> he strikes out. Oh all yeah, time. <laughs> that was a good hashtag. Um, but yeah, man, Mike Stan, get the hell out of here, bro. I'm not not feeling it. Not feeling it. But anyway, you know what? That guy thinks he's cool. But it, okay, let me rewind there. Go back. And uh, all right. So what I was gonna say is, he also like we gave him everything. You know? Yeah. He he was here. We gave him a contract. Right. Yep. He, we, we, he was here, and then he said, no, I don't want to be here anymore, so we traded him. And then we traded him to a place he wanted to go, traded yep. him to the Yankees. We didn't trade him to, like, the Kansas City Royals, yeah. the Oakland Athletics, you know, or, or Toronto or somewhere else. Oh, yeah, 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 you go to the Yankees, a team that's going to pay for you. You're getting buku fucking money, bro. You know, like, you got everything. And I'm not going to hate the guy who's getting money. You shouldn't be able to complain. Okay, you can complain, but don't fucking pick 
pick on the guy that's we're, well, we got that garbage over you. here. You know yeah, what I mean? We work with you. We don't yeah, have man. anything here. Why are you picking on us for? You know what I'm saying? It's bad enough that you left. We got to stay here with the remnants of the fact that the last two MVPs are no longer on our team, and now you still want to take a shot? Slap in the face. Slap in the face. Yeah, man. But Kicking us while we're down. Exactly, bro. So f that guy. He flicked our dick. Wait, what? Sounds painful. Sounds very painful. Um, But anyway, okay. So now in other baseball news, now that I got that out of there, um, there is, and I I wanted to talk to you, TD, about this. Okay, so in baseball, there's a weird thing happening right now. Manny Machado just signed a 10-year, $300 million deal, right? Show me the money. It's a lot of cash. Biggest contract in uh, bigger than Stan. Stan was like 320 in like 12 years or something like that. Yeah. Um, He's got an opt-out after five years. And he's going to the Padres. Padres have been said to have the best farm system. They signed Eric Hosmer. They got a couple of guys. You know, they've tried. Yeah. They've, they've signed some guys. They had one of the Uptons, Will Myers. They've made attempts, which you can't knock. You know, they, they're trying. Doesn't seem to work out ever for the Padres. It's a beautiful city. And they got a, you know, they got a nice ballpark. They're, they're finally switching to Brown, I think, starting next season or oh. the season after. They're going to be doing that. Okay. All right. Um, which is good. But the... The real question here is people are knocking and hating on him for going to the Padres. Like, it's a cash grab, you know? Yeah, that's part of it. That's part of it. But is there ever a situation where a guy can go to a team and people don't talk shit? Like, that bothers me. The guy's yeah. going to, they're like, oh, it's, it's a cash grab. Like, oh, whatever. He doesn't care about winning. I don't think you, that nobody doesn't care about winning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just think money makes losing, you know, a little easier. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It makes it a little little easier to stomach sometimes, but you still care about winning. Like, if he had gone to the Yankees and it's like, oh, then it's just joining the evil empire. Also, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If he goes to... And plus, how much, like, if somebody were to tell you, Edwin, you're going to be a Major League Baseball player. You're never going to win a World Series. But. How much would you pay to win a World Series? Oof. Man, I'm telling you, bro, yeah. It's... it's you know? It's, yeah, I get, I get you. I get how, you. All right, how much, would you, how much would you be willing to lose to win a World Series? Mm. I don't say necessary pay. Like if yeah, you go I mean, if you whatever. go to losing a team. Money's, yeah, you lose money. money. Same shit. Like mm-hmm. if <laughs> <laughs> like if you stay in the Dodgers, you go take a pay cut. Yeah. You wouldn't lose money to, to be in contention. Well, the Dodgers, Dodgers, Dodgers were were could have offered a lot of money, not the most money. Um pick up, pick up, pick up. Okay. Yeah, well, they they would offer him a lot of money but not the most, so he would have been losing money. I, I, yeah, I just think that there's still a lot of like the definition is how much is a lot of money? Would he have taken two, you know, five years and you know one fifty as opposed to three, uh, you know, ten years and three hundred? Um, it's it's up for debate. But my 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 thing is, why are we hating on the guy for for doing this? Maybe I don't know. Maybe the guy says, you know what, San Diego's got some pieces, right? He made something that know something that we don't know. Maybe they got yeah. some pieces over there, right? And you know, besides that, maybe I could be the team, the guy that takes them over the hump. Change the and whole I could be the guy who's remembered for taking a chance on a team that wasn't as, you know, favorable. Mm-hmm. As opposed to taking the easy route out and going to the Yankees or going to the Giants or going to the Dodgers, staying with one of the big teams. So there's something to be said for that. Do I think that's the case? No, I'm going to be realistic. This guy's a money grab. You know, this is $300 million, bro. You wave $300 million at anybody. It's it's I just I just find it weird that as soon as somebody announces something like this, people just start hating. Like there's so this world is just full of haters, dude. 
You know, yeah. it just in anything you do, it was a lose hate. lose. It was yeah. a lose lose on both ends. If but, he would have stayed with the Dodgers, they would have been like, "Oh, you stand with an All Star team, you're going to try yeah. to go somewhere to change a team." Then he goes to a team that he wants to be the starting point of the the organization changing. Exactly. Now it's a money grab. Yeah. So, so, but here's the interesting thing, though. Here's the interesting, and and you guys are not as big baseball fans as as I am, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something, man. Baseball has typically, this is something unprecedented that's happening right now. Yeah. Manny Machado signs today, right? Mm-hmm. Bryce Harper is technically still available out there. Mm-hmm. He turned down this same deal, apparently, uh, allegedly. They, he turned down a 10-year, $300 million deal from the Nationals. Said, not enough. Said, show me more money. Whatever the case is. He's got the same agent as, as Machado. I think they both, they both have Boras, uh, Scott Boris. And... Um, but here's the crazy thing, man, and this has never happened, at least not that I can recall, which is that we've gotten this late into free agency and the two biggest fish in the pond are still available. Spring training starts next week. This weekend, actually. That's crazy. Spring training is starting. Yeah. Usually have the winter meetings uh, like about a month after the baseball season or a month or two after the baseball season ends, right? They have the winter meetings. They, they, all the all the uh, owners and general managers get together, <laughs> and they do. And that's usually where they start discussing all the trades and stuff like that. But what we're witnessing right now is something fascinating, which is I think it's a market adjustment that you don't yeah. see in sports. Like looking at the actual financial uh, the financial uh, numbers involved here, we're seeing now. This is obviously collusion too. This is definitely collusion <laughs> between but the teams. Between teams, they're yeah. saying like, "Yo, hey, this guy, I know he's asking for you know, ten, ten years, three hundred millions, but if we're not offering anywhere close to that, you know, yeah. don't offer him that." Yeah. And I think we're having is this market adjustment where the power is being taken away from the teams and the, uh, I mean, from the players that have been regulating and 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 jamming these giant salaries. You know what I mean? And now the teams are getting the leverage again. Mm-hmm. Because you have a guy that's available like this, and now he's waiting to the very last second to get money. And in the meantime, all these other teams, with every day that passes and passes, like, yo, we're not going to pay you, bro. Like, no. You you think you're worth that money, but we're not. There could be a scenario where Bryce Harper is unsigned and spring training starts. Yeah. Potentially the best one of the best players in baseball is just sitting there and he's just too expensive. And basically everybody says, yo, no, the market doesn't demand it. You think you're worth that money, but we're not gonna pay you. Well, what is he asking for? For four hundred million? Well, there's talks about four or five hundred million originally, like, but that's calmed down. But now with today's news of Machado, I think that's gonna help his case a little bit because now there's a bar has been set and he can go and say, Hey, look, that's what you signed that guy for. I'm better than that guy. Beat three, that off. Three seventy-five. The three twenty-five for, yeah. or or three thirty for eleven years, or three thirty for ten years. You know, and spread it out. Yeah. Whatever the case is, I'm the biggest fish that's left. You know, you want this. Let's make this happen. The problem is that the only teams that I've been hearing that are out there available for, or that are like fighting for them, is one team. So if you're the GM or the owner of this team. And you're bidding against yourself. Why would you give this guy that kind of money? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Think about that. LeBron goes into Cleveland for four years and says, "I want a one-year deal every year." He always has the leverage in basketball. These ba- the fucking dirty sprite got how many million? Twenty something million? Yeah, fifty. For, fi- huh? Fifty million. Fifty million for four years. Woo! No, dirty sprite. No, got more than that. It was he, fifty million for four years. No, he's getting like over twenty for one season. 
Because it was, it's like back-ended. Well, whatever. He got way too fucking much money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in basketball, there's the owners don't have that that, that luxury of being able to say, yo, this is, I'm telling you, this is weird. I haven't seen this where you have a market adjustment where you say, hey, no, this is going to change. We're not going to do things this way. And all of a sudden, you're because baseball for the longest time, we talked about it a few weeks ago with Tyler, uh, was it Kyler Murray, where he was going to, you know, when he was deciding whether to go baseball oh, or yeah, go football. Yeah. Yep, yep. You know, everybody would say, oh, the money's in baseball, but not anymore, bro. Like after this, think about it. Every, in every sport, mm-hmm. every year, the salaries go up and up and up get, and up and up. up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But now all of a sudden, you have a real, like, possible, not, not likely, but you have a scenario where. That can be changed, and that could change and put everything on a different trajectory. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to reset the market. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I think that's fascinating, man. Like that that aspect of it. I that's some Billy Bean shit right there. And like, I'm, how yeah. the I'm sure some owners would be glad for that too, because they don't want the market to get so inflated. Yeah. That you're basically playing a player, almost the amount the franchise is worth. More than yeah. some franchise. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. You're paying a guy $300, $400 million, and I your franchise is also, worth like one point. I think billion. Jeffrey Laurie bought the Marlins for like 200 and something million. So imagine. Yeah. yeah. I th- also, I think these guys are free agents at the wrong time because think of all the teams that usually spend that kind of money. They already have guys on their roster that are like $300 million. million. Guys. The yeah. Yankees well, have Stanton already. The Yankees have Stanton. There's, only, sp- there's the- only one guy, Stanton, who makes that kind of money. Exactly. Um, uh, but Dodgers, uh, their payroll is fucking ridiculous. I think yeah. they had the highest payroll in Major League Baseball. One of the highest, but that's the thing. There's no there's no salary cap in baseball. I know there's no and salary make- cap, but when you're spending that much money already, why are you going to sign a $300 million, $400 million guy? It doesn't well, make sense. No, I get that. I get that, but... There's nothing stopping you from recuperating that money. They don't never get their investment. They don't never get a return on their investment. No, they when do. Oh, they financially they do. They do. Their production wise they don't. Million dollars. Production wise they don't, but financially they do. The the yeah. amount of the amount of revenue that these new guys will come in, merchandise, everything, season tickets go up. Uh, all of a sudden you bring in a guy like a Bryce Harper to any team, season ticket sales are gonna go up, box seats are gonna go up, everything. There okay. is a huge revenue spike. That will offset the cost of these uh, these massive contracts. Production-wise, you look at like uh, Albert Pujols' contract that he signed in 2012 when he went to the Angels. Yeah. Production-wise, he's getting they they made a bunch of money off of him mm-hmm. when they signed them, but production-wise, he hasn't done shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the Marlins actually look good by you know not bidding against themselves and letting the Angels pay all that money and take them. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So we would be on the hook for that with a fucking Ugh, you know humongous contract. Terrible. Yeah, bro. So I think. It's just it's it's very different. It's very 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 different. Where you all of a sudden see something like this. I I can't recall it happening in any other sport. And I may be wrong. Maybe it has, but right now can't think of anything. It's just it's no. Yeah, it's I mean, a you're, totally you're you're right. It could be just a market adjustment where mm-hmm. the league doesn't want to pay this crazy amount of money for. Yeah. And essentially, for San Diego with their contract, it was almost like they gave in to that pressure, but they were really bidding against nobody. They were yeah. bidding against themselves. <laughs> like it's like a, a lot of the teams are like, "Yo, we're just not gonna do that." You know what I mean? Did you not get the collusion memo? We're not paying yeah. that, bro. <laughs> so I think that's what's happening. And the Phillies are the the leading candidate right now for for Bryce, Bryce Harper. Now, what I wouldn't be surprised is one of the things I've been hearing is a team like the Giants might offer a smaller deal, three, four, five years maybe, uh-huh. for a bunch of money. With and then see if they can snag them on a shorter deal because these guys want these big massive imagine yeah if you can get three hundred million and for the next ten years and baseball contracts are guaranteed yeah. you're not gonna lose any money 
So, I mean, if the, the fear is that if he takes one of these shorter deals, something happens, he gets hurt, he gets injured, and never plays again, he's going to get money, only though. what that is. But he, yeah. let's say he takes half for five years. Yeah, he gave he just you know he gave he up just a lost lot of money, like a hundred. Yeah. He just lost one hundred seventy-five million, yeah. something okay. like that. Yeah, yeah. So but Bryce is young enough where if he plays well these next five years, he's gonna have another massive contract. Exactly, after that. exactly, and that's maybe the market you know ticks in his favor again yeah. and moves up. But I just think it's crazy, like that that kind of money is just is sitting around. there and mm -hmm. it's floating around, but these guys aren't getting it. <laughs> and to answer your question, you said like the. Why, you know, it, the, the timing is different. Mm -hmm. I think the timing is the same. There's always been, you know, there's enough teams that there's always a market for it. Some owner wants that big splash. Look at the Angels. They want, they, they went after Josh Hamilton. Yeah. They went after um, uh, Sh Sh Shohei Otani. Yeah. They went after Albert Pujols. They've made big splashes. They haven't won anything, but they make what, big splashes. What was A Rod contract when he got paid? Ten, it was 10 oh. years, 275. That was the, the first one. And then. Or he, no, two, he got two major deals. Yeah, he got I one think he from did the Rangers. 10 years to 95 and then 10 years to 75 or 10 to 50, something like that. It was 200 and something million dollars. Ridiculous. In, so he got two, he got two, 200 million. Two. Yeah. So he got 500 million in the bank right now. Yeah. Basically, he did his first contract. I think he played like eight seasons of it and then he opted out and re signed for another bunch of years. But then he got kicked out of baseball. But all that money was guaranteed. <laughs> I wonder how much he's worth. That's on a low end, I'll say that's like. crazy. That's all I'll say like I'll tell you 150. Right now. A little Google search. On a low Same. end. Alex, High end, huh? I say like 300. Alex Rodriguez. A -Rod? yeah. That's how much he's worth? I'm saying high end, 300. Low end, 150, 125. Well, he just said his, one of his contracts was 275. Yeah, he's I'm just saying at the taxes. Alex Rodriguez's um, net worth in 2019 is estimated to be roughly $300 million. Oh, yeah. look at you, TD. Look at that. That's right. Man. And you probably don't touch none of it either. But mind Everything you, that's, that's nah. his net worth is a lot. But that's a lot of it is just due to his contract because he missed out on a lot of endorsements, endorsement stuff because of all the issues that he had at the end of his career. Yeah. You know, with well, the, he's uh, he's getting paid by Fox. He's he's being more in the public eye. I think J Lo. Yeah, he helped his. He's uh, been able to uh, to uh, oh, fix his image. his image. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, Barry Bonds can't get a sniff of the Hall of Fame, and you know, yeah. A Rod's out here getting a. He's a third pace coachman at the Marlins, something like that. He, he was the hitting was, coach. Huh? Yeah. He hitting got coach, rid of him yeah. too. Yeah. Nothing, bro. Nothing for the guy. But anyway, I think it's fascinating. I don't know. And when it comes to, like, I, I want to know what baseball, what the, the players feel. Because obviously not everybody's making $300 million contracts, right? But when a guy gets a $300 million contract, it boosts everybody's salary up. Because you're stretching that pay scale up a little further. So you're making the bottom guys... Get a little more money, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You're you're moving, you're moving that that the needle. The, that yeah, you're moving that needle in that direction. That's how Bumpy was able to get all that money for the Heat. James yeah. Johnson got all that money because all these other big contracts, the big uh, the new TV deal that they signed. Exactly. The same thing happens for the players. So for a guy, I don't know, TD, if you were, you know, you that you you never signed that three hundred million dollar contract. I wish. I know. You I know. wish we have a real studio in this building. <laughs> <laughs> but it, with that being said, though. As as a as an athlete as a player, five what is that eighty million? What are you telling me? Mark Anthony, eighty million. That's all he's worth. That's all he's worth. That's that's more than enough. Oh, money. that's why J Lo uh, left. Ah, uh, I see. There, I see. Cindy Inter bringing out stats. Good job. Um, but it, uh, Titi, if you were a an athlete and you see a guy, I know it's try. I know it's a different sport, but try to put yourself in that situation. Mm-hmm. Would you be rooting for a guy to get a $300 million contract? All day. All day? All day because 
when he sets the market, you're anticipating yourself to uh, be him in the next couple of years. So depending on what position, just for example, I'm a cornerback, and Joe Hayden sets the market at $14 million a year for a cornerback. Yeah. And he, you you want him to get that money. Yeah. You don't yeah. want him to get low-balled. You don't want him to get franchised. So he set the bar at $14 million a year. I'm, I'm on my one-year deal, and I get three to four interceptions, and I make the Pro Bowl, and I'm the top five corner in the NFL. So if I feel like I'm a top five, but if the team think I'm a one and a two, I'm not going to tell them I'm a top five, but they think I'm a one and two. Joe Hayden is going to be my bar, and I say, hey, he got 14. Give me 14.2. Give me 14.5. Just a little bit more. Exactly. So the next guy can get that amount of money. Well, that, that's what happened when uh, David Johnson got paid, yep. right? Yep. Then yep. That, all of a sudden, Le'Veon Bell is like, all right. You see what they paid yeah. him? That's what I want. Show me the money. Maybe a little more. As, a, yeah. <laughs> as an athlete, when you're seeing a guy. I love black people. <laughs> you're seeing another player trying to Ambassador set the market. And he's taking care of his family. Yo, my motherfucker, Terry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love that movie. That's it's all good. But to, just to finish the question and the answer I'm trying to say is. You want the player to set the market because you expect yourself in the next couple of years to be able to get that same amount of money. Mm-hmm. A Rod set the market back then at two seventy five. Yeah. Then yeah. after that, who was it who set the market? Uh, that got a three hundred. Stanton. 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 Then Bitch. now it's now <laughs> it's um, Manny Machado. Yep. And so Bryce okay, Harper next. Yep. So now he got thirty. He got three hundred million for ten years. Give me. Th- 325. Give me but don't you think like that kind of level, like 300, and you're a guy who's on the bottom rung of the pay scale? Don't you think there's like he, some he jealousy? shouldn't be concerned about that? No, because like no, just like who the fuck does that guy think he's? He's got 300 million dollars because you know? he he played well enough to demand yeah. that. Yeah. If you like, if you like the scrub, you're coming from AAA, AA every other week. You can't. You're trying to stay in the majors, but you think you're better than Bryce Harper or Manny Machado? Prove it. Yeah. Keep your ass in the majors. Yeah. It's and crazy, then you bro. you hit forty home runs and you lead the team in RBIs, then you should demand three hundred something million dollars. Stop being a bitch. Yeah. So that's right. You no, know, let them guys get their paper, man. Don't worry about. Don't count somebody else's pockets because when you count somebody else's pockets, you're losing money. That's insane, what's up, dude. It, it it really is insane. There's yeah. just it's just so much money being tossed around. Now speaking of money being tossed around, how about this? What if I told you that for tomorrow night's UNC at Duke game, all right? We're going college basketball now. Yeah. What if I told you that somebody paid $10,652 for a tick on Vivid Seats? That's crazy, man. That's insane, I can dude. tell you that he's... It's a college basketball game. That's crazy. Don't students get in for free? Oh, well, I think students... Well, Yeah, they do get in for free a certain amount, and then they got to start selling their tickets. Yeah, but man. the thing is, there's student section. Like, there's... It's called Krzyzewskiville. Krzyzewskiville. Yeah. Krzyzewskiville. Um, for the coach, yeah. Coach K. Say it ten times. No, just uh, how do you spell Shashevsky? <laughs> oh, easy. C O A C H K. Um, but anyway, so outside of the stadium, they have what's called Shashevskyville. I can't say that word. Yes. And uh, it, they kids will camp out there all season. Yes, yeah. they do to get tickets and to for these games. So there's kids going to this game tomorrow that have been camping out all semester for however long. Mm-hmm. L- literally, 
living in a tent yeah. on campus. Going to class. During the, the snow, tent. doesn't matter. They just have it because they're, they're, they have a spot in line. So there's some weird pre, uh, prerequisite to get these tickets. So there's going to be, you know, it's going to be full. And, you, you, you know, Cameron Indoor Stadium, they call them the Cameron Crazies. That's probably, that's bucket list shit to go to a Duke-UNC game in Duke. Yeah. That's some serious, like, insane atmosphere. The fans are nuts. It's a small gym. You yeah. know, it's not a big place. Very, very limited seats. But we're talking ten thousand plus dollars for a ticket to this. That's it's worth crazy, it, man. Yeah, I think man. it's worth it because when you see a player like Zion Williams, and you're seeing how this dude is just setting the bar for one and done players, because he's a one and done. Yep. You want to get a glimpse of him as a as a college player. Ten thousand. Well, don't get out. me the, wrong; the, it's steep, but the cheapest ticket right now is twenty five hundred. So the cheapest Ooh. ticket right now is twenty five hundred dollars to the game tomorrow night. The cheapest ticket to the Super Bowl was about twenty six seventy four. So just shy of that, dude. We're comparing a regular season college basketball game in a tiny gym to the same price as it was at the Mercedes Benz uh, Super Bowl uh, the stadium at, yeah. for the yeah. Super Bowl in Atlanta. Are it's you, safe to say that's not just a regular game, though. No, for it's sure. It's UNC and Duke. And it's for also, sure. they're both top 10 teams right yeah. now. Yeah, number one versus number eight. Duke coming in at one. And yeah. Duke is has three guys that potentially could be drafted top but five. There's yep. so much rich you know? tradition in, in that game. Dude. Are you a Duke guy or are you I a just, UNC guy? Those, that's the only time I will watch college basketball when oh, it's rivalry yeah, that's, week. That's, yeah. like that's my those go-to game. I'll watch those games because you know you go get a great game. The yeah. energy is yeah, going to be like you can Bro. cut it like with a, with a knife. I like, only watch that teaching. in FIU basketball. That's it. Of okay. course. <laughs> of course. You got it. We'll be there this weekend. Like nobody's not going to go and watch but wait, Duke. Wh- wh- and, who are you rooting for? Have you ever been more one to four over the other? Uh, I, I, I like Zion Williams. I'll, I'll stay with Duke. But, but before you never had a rooting interest. I really care. I, I never care. No, no, no. I don't really care. But because I'm I'm actually paying attention to, to this Zion Williams. Oh, this guy's incredible. This guy's incredible. There's only one guy in the NBA bigger than him. LeBron Think about Rams. that. No, no. One guy that actually weighs more than him in the entire NBA right now. There's only one player who's heavier than Zion. So he? when Zion goes number one overall. He's going to be the second heaviest player in How the, in the NBA. How much does I don't know. Uh, I'll, like let me see. 260? He is. I forget. Um, Who's the player again that uh, weighs more than him? I uh, forget. Boban. You know that oh, big, Boban, like, seven-foot-something yes. uh, guy with the big ears who's like a funny-looking white guy that played mm. on the Spurs? Man, it's a dude from at He's the 285. 6'7", 285. That's yeah. crazy, and he man. he moves like a point guard, can jump. I mean, you, you saw the picture where he's yeah, denting yeah, yeah, a yeah, basketball, grabbing a rebound. He's a monster, bro. He's gonna probably lean out when he gets in the NBA. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, he's gotta. Out. If he wants his career to yeah. last, last, he has to lean out. Yeah, man. But it's crazy. Think about guys coming into a sport that have this kind of like mythology to them, because all right, LeBron coming into the NBA when he was coming out of co- out of high school, yeah, he was the chosen one. Yeah, and mythology. his place was yeah. ev- it, You know, he was just this transcendent athlete. There was a mythology about him. They, we were te- they were televising LeBron's basketball games on ESPN in high school. You know what I mean? Yep. I remember that, yep. Now, Zion is of that same fabric. You know what I mean? Yep. He's, he's, he's cut from the same cloth. He's, you know, he just has, he's a physical specimen. And he's been all over the magazines. He's been in the Sports Illustrated. He's done all this stuff. So he's just got this mythology to him. Bryce Harper was another one. 
Bryce Harper was on the cover yeah, yeah. of Sports Illustrated at 16 years old, I remember and he looked that. like a fucking man. That's why yeah. like he get, had a man body. That's why he's about to get 375. You know, yeah. he he was one of those guys. Um, and fuck. it's rare when you see a kid come out of high school, like he he lives up to the hype. Yeah, you know, remember Jimmy Clausen, quarterback? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And they said he was the next LeBron. He, no, he was the LeBron of football. Yeah, and went guy. second yeah, round to the Carolina Panthers and never second overall. Him. Right? No second, no, round, second, second round. round. Oh, yeah, okay, he, went to, okay. he made a big deal about when he signed with uh, mm-hmm. when he signed his letter of intent to go play at Notre Dame. It was yeah, like a whole big thing. He did uh, it at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I think. Yeah, wow. like, yeah. He was super like, but if you look at Jimmy Clausen back in high school, like he looked like a douchebag. Yeah. Like he just looked <laughs> he had like blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. Dude. he like he, he had just that old looked man like a super like, douchebag. My God. Yeah, he had that. You, was he on the team with you? No, I, I didn't play with him. Oh, okay. I never played with him. But cause I, thought, I know what you were on the Panthers. I think he was. I don't know if he was there. No, nah, I was. I was going way oh, out there. Okay. Yeah. I think dude. he started one year and then they drafted Cam Newton and then he he didn't see the field after that. Yeah, no. probably makes sense. Yeah. But another guy in uh, Eric Lindros. That's an old school hockey name right there. But that I guy. Remember that if, guy. If you look back, he was another physical specimen. Mm-hmm. You know, he was one of those guys that was just like, yo, this guy's just cut above. You know what I'm saying? Bo Jackson. Coming out, you know, he was just a man child. He was, you have these trends. Like I said, it's mythology. These guys are just, they're not normal. They're not human. It yeah. was Leon, you probably don't remember him, but Leon Williams played at the University of Miami. He was our linebacker. Yeah. He was a man. There was another like, guy. Was, was there Willie Williams? No, Willie Williams went to Carroll City. Yeah. But Leon Williams, okay. who came from New York, he was a linebacker. He was the highest uh, recruited linebacker coming out of Ah. Out of New York. Name sounds familiar. He was a man. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you got these guys, like, dude. He yeah. was 6'3", six, 6'2", six, chiseled. And we was like, we need to see your birth certificate, bro. <laughs> like, he was, like, he was a man. But he didn't play to his look. And uh-huh. it frustrated the hell out of Coach Shannon. Yeah. Like, man, how you look like this and you can't go out there and dominate? Uh, yeah. That's why I didn't play in the NFL. <laughs> they they was so. trying to, to be honest with you. They was trying to make him take John's Vilma middle linebacker position. Yeah. Believe it or not. Damn. Damn. Hey, did yeah. you play with Calais Campbell or was he after yeah. you? Man, yeah, I played with Calais. I played two years with Calais. When we saw Calais come in as a recruit, bruh. <laughs> that guy. That, no. That's a big Not man. in a negative way. Yeah. He looked so goofy. <laughs> oh. He he walked with a like a hunched over because I think he has scoliosis. So big. So big. Yeah, he was so tall, but yeah. he was so goofy. And we were always just say like, man, this are we recruiting everybody. We thought we resembled him to a player that we had by the name of John Square. And that sounds like a square. Yeah, John Square, who literally weighed a hundred and like ninety-nine pounds at the end. And we had another DN by the name of Thomas Carroll, who was similar to those, like, that same skill set. And we bring Calais Campbell in. I'm like, who is this guy? The first week of uh, rookie or freshman camp, he was out there dogging him. He was, his hands, are, his arms are so long that he used it to his advantage. He was actually a defensive end. Yeah. It was not a D, yeah. He was not a D tackle. He got so big in the NFL well, he's at that the now, yeah. No, he's a D tackle in the oh. NFL. He, he has him listed as a D end. But he, when he was with the uh, Arizona Cardinals, mm-hmm. he was a D tackle. Now they they hybrid him. They move him outside yeah, and he's inside. A freak. He's just a beast. 
we got a good look at him. We got a good look at him when we did the Jaguars game yeah. uh, at the end of the season for the Dolphins, and he just <laughs> he was just towering over everybody. Yeah. yeah, and he looks like such a big, massive, just dude. mountain of a dude. You know, he picked but up he so much. Super weight. nice though. He's he like, is. He's nah, Calais really nice Campbell guy. hands down one of the coolest players that I played with. Very approachable. He loves talking to people. His voice is so deep, so you think he <laughs> like, like he. You're trying to like take a moment and like just let that marinate. Okay, he's talking really loud right now, but let me see what he has to say. But overall, man, he's a great guy. But when you when we saw him as a freshman, I was like, yo, this dude is gonna be trash. Yeah. I said he was. I thought I was one. I mean, he's gonna be trash. I'm Damn. so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Oh, He's yeah. gonna be a Hall of Famer. Hey, but you were right about Baker though. So Baker take, some, take some comfort in that. You know, you got Baker. the Baker Mayfield one right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm to a two for three, something like that. Yeah, you're around yeah. there, bro. You know, I, I strike out a lot more than I, you know, get on these <laughs> things, bro. But Give I'm always throwing credit. shit out there. You you you, you sometimes on point. Yeah, sometimes. But anyway, he was yeah, Calais Campbell's just such a just massive man. But we'll see. We, so you got you're going for Duke tomorrow, Gus. You you you've been more Carolina than Duke, right? You're oh Jordan. That's yeah, right. but, but I, honestly, I don't, I don't care. But yeah, I usually lean more North Carolina. But I don't know any of those guys, mm. you know. So, well, anyway, um, before we wrap this up, I do want to touch quickly on a one uh, one little thing. And I, I got carried away with the NFL talk. I wanted to talk a little basketball today. I wanted to uh, touch on it, but the uh, the one last dance tour took a stop in Charlotte this past weekend for the All Star Game. I thought that was pretty nice. Oh, God. <laughs> and the time of life. And, uh, anyway. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> I can't do it. That's why you do that shit. All right. So the All-Star game was this weekend. LeBron chose his boy Wade. You had the I, – I thought the NBA did it right by making um, Dirk – and, and Wade, Wade, honorary members of the All Star Game, and yes. splitting him up. Yeah, but do you feel? I feel a little bad for Dirk. I feel like all the attention was on Wade. Yeah, Dirk's had a fucking balling ass career too, bro. He has, he has. But Wade is just more popular. He's he's the more yeah. media friendly guy. True. You know what I mean? That's true. But I, I kind of felt a little bit for Dirk. Like he was just like really See, they but, didn't talk uh, much about him. Even but Dirk is not doing a world tour. Exactly. Dwayne Wade no, no, is. Yeah. Dirk hasn't even announced that he's retiring. We all assumed. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's true. But um, but anyway, the festiv- it was All-Star Weekend. Did you watch any of the All-Star Game festivities? Gus? No, because I was covering games the whole weekend. That's right. <laughs> uh, Did you watch any I of the... I watched the three-point competition. That's it. Three-point competition? Who won? Steph? No, no some, I don't even know the guy's some name. Some guy, I think... Oh. I never heard of him either. I know there was that bet between Steph his, and his Seth. Brother. Yeah. With whoever wins... W- Family bet. Or whoever loses has to pay their their family's tickets for the rest of their career. Yeah. Who won the bet? Oh, Steph did. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Here it is. Uh, where's three point contest? Who's the guy who won it? Some some dude. White what did what did he play for? White guy. It was a yeah. white guy. Yeah. It was a white guy. Ah, uh, maybe it was a Euro Joe Harris oh, from Joe the Harris. Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. All right, oh, bro. No but idea. But what's what that so is. funny though? He has a higher shooter percentage against. I mean, he has a higher shooting percentage than Steph Curry. All right. That's crazy. I, when yeah. I saw that, I was like, are you sure? But apparently he does this year. Yeah, all right. He uh, probably is having a good year. He went to Virginia. He's feeling it. 
the second round pick by the Cavs in 2014. I mean, oh wow, he's been in the league this long. <laughs> no, but he was on the Cavs for 2014 to 16. He was definitely on the bench somewhere. 2015, he was on uh, a G League team, and he's uh-huh. been with the Nets since 2016. Does he I don't have know a what ring? His stats are though. Does bro. he have a ring with LeBron? No. When did LeBron beat Golden State? 14 or 15? That was uh, 16, sixteen or seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, no, sixteen, sixteen, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, because he beat. Uh, no, two thousand fourteen so is when he lost to the Spurs with Miami. Oh. Fifteen, sixteen, Warriors won. Seventeen, LeBron 16, won. Seventeen, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, dude, this guy's averaging like ten points per game. I don't know who this Joe ha- Harris. He has a higher shooter percentage than Steph Curry. Still, bro, this is the that's equivalent of uh, he's like the he should have been in the dunk competition because that's where you put the guys you don't know. Yeah. Three Somebody point competition should have been. You remember the when ball, James bro. Jones won the three point competition? Yeah, bro. Yeah. But he's good though, man. Stop. Jason Capono. Stop. Jason back no, Capone. don't get me wrong. Legit. James Jones is a Miami guy. I love him to death. Yeah, man. But. Yeah. Watch your mouth. Nah, he, was a, he was a three and D guy, bro. How dare you? Out there shoot you put threes. him in, you That's know it. he's going to shoot a three. He ain't How taking no layups. He ain't dunking nothing. Exactly. Tell you, man. Anyway, you got James Jones was a great. Now, the thing that I have an, a gripe with a three-point competition that I hadn't really thought of, but they should put, like, I think they do uh, the last three guys go into the final round, uh-huh. and then it's just the guy who has the best score out of the three. They should do a head-to-head thing, dude. Like, have them ball out on, on opposite on both ends sides of, the of the court. Yeah. And just, oh, yo, yeah. boom. That yeah. would be some dramatic shit. Like, all of a sudden, it's Steph versus... Split screen. Uh, yeah. yeah. Steph, who was the other guy that was in the three-point competition this year? Um, Steph, Seth, uh, uh, Joe, whatever guy. That guy, yeah. All right, let's say the Curry brothers, you know? Yeah. They make it to the final, and they're each on opposite sides of the court, you know? And then all of a sudden, all right, bro, winner takes all. Let's do it. You, you know, know what I saw that was cool? Um, Steph Curry wore a jacket uh-huh. that he also wore when, when he, he was, was a, a little kid. kid at like his dad. Yeah. That, yeah. Was that was really cool. That was, that was definitely that very too. cool. Um, look at this. Let's see. Who, Isn't who? Steph Curry one of the most likable guys in the oh, NBA? Oh, for sure he is, man. Like, for I, sure. I, like, I respect that dude so much, man. Kevin Love won a three-point contest. Did Kevin Love. Yeah. He, yeah. He was a big three. Steph, Eric Gordon, Devin Booker won it last year, huh? Kevin Love That's going right, to the Basketball Hall of Fame. Jason Capono, back to back, bro. Maybe. Back to back. Capone. Dirk no. Nowitzki won one. Yeah. Did you know right. that? I'm trying to see which is the unlikely. Okay, how many Miami Heat guys have won it? Four. Two. Two? No, I know more than two. Four. Ray, Four? I think. What? Name them, Gus. Name them. All right. Capono. Uh-huh. Uh, James Jones. Uh-huh. Glenn Rice. Uh, yep. Glenn Rice. Here's a tricky one. Oh, man. Here's a tricky one. Uh, um, it's gonna bo- it's gonna piss me off when you tell me who the answer. Hold on, hold on. I know. Uh, you're not, Dan Marley. No. Damn it. The first one was Glenn Rice in '94. Yeah. Then Capono in '06. Capono. Then this guy did it in '08 and '09. The years right before the Big Three era. And then James Jones won it in 2010 and 11. 2008 and 2009. Who was How about there? Daquan Cook? Oh, oh damn it. <laughs> Daquan Cook. Daquan wow. Cook. Daquan Cook. Yep. Yeah. Was he a part of the championship games? Like, did he play? No, no, no. He, was, he was traded. Um, but yeah, Daquan Cook definitely won one. What was the other one? Um, oh, how many guys have won the dunk competition for the Heat? Harold Miner. Yeah, that's it. Twice. You won it? Yeah, twice. Baby Jordan. Baby Jordan. Baby Jordan. They want him to be Baby Jordan. Yeah. But anyway, so you, so you had the the three-point competition, which I think that should be 
done. What I do like about the three-point competition is you have, like, the star guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Though they're, they're cool with going up there and shooting threes, but they ain't cool about, you know, going into this dunk competition. And already, did you see Giannis tweeted out something at somebody saying, hey, come do the dunk contest with me next year. Yeah, and him and like, Spider. if you do it. Him and Spider. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Down, down oh, shut, fuck off. shut up, bro. I'm so tired of that maneuver. It's like everybody's on this emotional high right after the dunk competition and all story. Yeah, I'm going to do it next year. It's going to be great, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like a and week they don't later. Do it. No, bro. LeBron, remember when he came out and said, you know what? I promise next year I'm going to do it. And fuck him. He bitched out and never did it. I would have wanted to see that, bro. Like, yeah, that's crazy. That. Kobe oh, yeah, did it. Yeah, man. Uh, Jordan did it. Jordan LeBron did it. LeBron never ain't never it. done it, man. Stop being a bitch. Exactly. You would think he would have did it his rookie year at least. Yeah, no, nothing. Never did it. Never, never, never did it. Probably Nike told him not to do it just in case he didn't win. Yeah, I don't know. I guess the whole, I guess maybe it helps his brand. Dang, Jordan can always one up him with that one. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But anyway, I think it's, uh, it just, it sucks, bro. You know, I wanted to see, I wanted to see some more of that. But anyway, back now, going back to the game, the, uh, the all-star game is another thing that I'm kind of like just sick of a little bit. It's just a three-point competition, bro. Yeah, at this point, that's all it is. No defense. No defense. I'm just going to go that's, out there. It's been that way for years. They almost got a 200 on our ass. Yeah, bro. Yeah, 178. Come on, bro. I think bro. that was the winning, the winning I team. I don't mind the no defense thing, but they, it's, it just feels like 90% of the time they're just driving it up court, dish, 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 and a guy shoots a three. Drive it up court, pull up three. Drive but, let's it up talk court. About, but let's talk about the coolest part of the game, though. What? That Wade lobbed to LeBron. Okay, yeah, that was cool. and he took a look back to make sure he'd get it this time. Yep. That was good. Yeah. That photographer did a great job. Oh, yeah. yeah. That photographer did a really, really good job with that. That photographer is the photographer. Uh-huh. Is he or she, guy. they're the real MVP. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep. Definitely the real MVP. But I going back to the original picture, you know, that great. I, it's, man, I, I, I think it's hard to find. There's very few pictures that I can think of that are more fucking amazingly badass in that picture. Oh, Very for sure. few pictures. I mean, Carlos Arroyo is in it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that's in such an elite level of fucking incredible photography that oh, yeah, it's dude. just so hard. I think some other photographs that are like that, that come to mind, Usain Bolt, you know that picture where he's crossing the finish line, everybody's blurred out, oh, and yeah. then he's looking like at the camera, and he's in focus. Yep. Like, get the fuck out of here. That is such a badass picture as he's winning yeah. the race. Yeah. Uh, Muhammad Ali, when he knocks out uh, Joe Frazier, and he's looking down at him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those are some iconic photographs, bro, but that fucking shit was nice. Jordan jumping from the free throw. Yeah. Now, yeah. you got you got this guy, uh, this recreation in the All-Star game, which I thought was, damn, it was nice. It was a nice little... Little bookend to to yeah. that little bromance that they've always had, you know. Yeah, I thought that was good, but yeah, the game itself is. Eh, I like yeah. the format. I like the picking teams. I like that. I they like it. Too. Tried to make it fun, yeah. but I think Gus, this you're gonna like this. I think they need to go back to what we, you and I, have discussed before. They got to make this game more interesting, <laughs> and away from just being a three point competition, make it a rock and jock, bro. Let's yes. throw in a twenty-five foot basket, a twenty-five point basket. I'm all Let's for throw it. in some ten pointers from half court, some four pointers. Like really, just fuck with the whole thing. You know what? You want to get crazy with the scoring? Fuck it. Who cares? Just go crazy with the scoring. But yeah, man. Let's let's throw some obstacles in there, bro. Let's throw some <laughs> fucking you know uh, some some penalty box for fucking. They up. should they should try that out with power the, play with the basketball. celebrity game next year. Yeah. Try it out with the celebrity game. See yeah, how the see fans how react to it. Yeah, and then put it to the actual game. You I mentioned like a that. power play in basketball? Oh, a power oh, play in basketball. You know? 
LeBron fouled. Oh, you got to go in the box for a couple of minutes. Now <laughs> you, you, your, your, your team's you know, going five on four for, for a few drives. Man, you know, throwing a 25-point basket, a 50-point basket, you know, 10-pointers, 4-pointers, throwing the some 7-pointers. Like a, a thousand and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, points, who gives so. a shit about the scoring anymore? I mean, if they're yeah, scoring 170 something, there's no point integrity. There's no You know who would have been the anymore. best at that? Tim Hardaway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he would have been the best. <laughs> He was he owned the original Rock and Jocks. He was, was the, he was the uh, the first one to make that twenty five point basket. Was he? Yeah. I thought it was Gary Payton for some reason. Nah, it was Timmy. It was him. Nice. Yeah, dude. Old but, Timmy. But anyway, I think that's uh that's my my remedy to fix up the NBA All Star game a little bit. I like it. But other than that, I mean, what other takeaways did you have for the game? I thought the dunk contest. Did you think it was uh was it good? I, I didn't think, watch it. Like I, I said. think, but did you, I mean, you saw the highlights. Yeah, right. I saw the highlights, and I read a lot of uh, articles uh, on the internet that it, it lost its lust. You know, a I lot of guys are missing, guys, missing, yeah. missing the first, second, third attempt, and they're trying to do too many gimmicks. Uh, execute your first dunk, and then when you get to the finals, have a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, but that's the, the, you know, there's always uh, the the past few years. I think we've been spoiled, but. I think we're heading down to another like uh, another dip for a few mm-hmm. years. You know, it's gonna be another few years before some other guys come and create some Zion innovative shit. I, I thought the quality of the dunk was was pretty good. Like the guy who won it, Dia- Diallo. I don't uh-huh. know how to say it. I'm not even gonna pretend. Something Diago Diallo. Anyway, yeah. his dunk. <laughs> I thought his dunk was dope, but it wasn't a dunk that he did on the final try. You know, it was um, it wasn't his final dunk of the night. He did something else at the end. It was like, all right. That's I thought it was great. Is he the guy that dunked over Shaq? Yeah, the guy yeah. that dunked um, over Shaq. That and he did the, the honey one. dip. And he did the yeah. honey dip. You know, he went oh, elbow right. in there. That's right. That's, that's right. just bananas. Yeah. But that seems to be the only thing that people are doing now. Like, this guy jumped over Joel Cole or something. Another guy tried jumping over yeah. Dwayne Wade. And it's like, all Jay, right, bro. This Jay guy Cole, jumped over Jay like Cole. a made-up airplane. Yeah. Edwin just called J. Cole, Joel Cole. Joel Cole. Close enough. That's a Chelsea soccer player. Close enough. I just named him a Chelsea guy. <laughs> Wasn't that the Cole? That's what I thought it was. That's great. Joe uh, Cole. Joe but Cole. Uh, <laughs> I'm on Smoko. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I, I just think the whole jumping over people and jumping over objects, I want to see some guys get creative. And the thing that, that upsets me is that you see some of these guys doing some banana dunks in these like N1 tapes and shit like that. Yeah. But I feel like the NBA guys don't have enough time to focus on that. That they don't attempt these new trick dunks. Yeah. They're just like, oh, I'm just gonna jump over a guy. Like the Diallo guy who won, apparently he's been doing that same dunk since high school, where he jumps over a guy and does the elbow dip into the rim, which is bananas. Yeah. But still, he's done it. He's, he's, yeah. You know. But anyway, um, dunk contest, pretty cool. Three point contest, make it a little better. NBA All Star Game, oh, come on, hit us up, bro. Let's let's make a rocket jump. Yeah, let's man. do it. Um, but anyway, all right. I'm getting the signal from the producer that we need to wrap it up. Um, Gus, is there anything that we uh, we forgot to mention today? Uh, you wanted to shout out the Independent Tribe. Oh, the Independent Tribe, man. And we're going to talk about it a little more in the uh, upcoming weeks. TD, you look like you were in some serious pain, my friend. Yeah, I'm all right, though. I'm holding on. The <laughs> <laughs> highlight. The high life over there. Uh, anyway, uh, the Independent Tribe is a really cool supporters group, just like our boys, the Vice City Boys. Check them out. They're really, really uh, on. You can find them on Instagram at the Independent Tribe. Nice little up and coming group. We're going to be doing some stuff with them. Um, but yeah, there's we got some things coming down. We're probably going to be doing some watch parties coming up for uh, MLS kickoff. Like I said, we did the Orlando City game already. Uh, our boy, Bruce Silverman, the new radio voice of Orlando City, man. Congrats That's right. to him. Yeah, shout out to Bruce. Shout out to Bruce. Good friend of ours. Happy to see him uh, 
you know, continuing to to give us the back of the net. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, so happy about that. And uh, but other than that, Gus did a great job there. Producing. Thank you. Uh, TD, welcome back. Appreciate it, guys. That's a really nice hat you got on. I like I it. I love it. Thank you. And, uh, <laughs> I just want to remind everybody to yeah. head to LemonCityLive.com. Check out all our post-game recaps. You know, we got a lot of FIU baseball coming up, Canes baseball. We still got Florida Panthers. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff, man. Check it a out. Lot MMA stuff. shit going on, too. So plenty of content. Go in there. Check out our check out our work. Give us some feedback. Check out our other podcast, the Nonsense Podcast with Ferb, the We Ain't Found Sith Podcast. WAFS. That's and right. Check that one out. Get your geek on with that. And uh, oh my god, yes, <laughs> I love that <laughs> shit so much. Uh, but yeah, check it out. And for all you guys out there that listen, take a second to like, review, share, give us all those little things. We appreciate each and every one of those. And uh, 146 episodes complete. How about that? That's crazy. We have Damn a million right. more. A million more, hopefully. Let's keep it going. Yeah, man. Check it out. Hey, I'm going I'm to do a little contest right now. If you're listening, uh-huh. go on uh, either uh, SoundCloud or Spotify and share our show onto your timeline. Tag us in it, and I'll give you a, a, a Inter-Miami shirt. Woo! Oh! I like that. Yeah. Man, that guy. How about that? How about there that? Yeah. Nice. How about I that? don't even have an Inter-Miami shirt. Yeah, I you do. a sticker. I think I, I think I gave you one. You did? I'm pretty sure I gave you one. Yeah, I'm trying to get another one. All right. Uh, well, anyway, that'll do it for us. Thank you so much. Thank you, Magic City uh, Casino Highlight, living the high life for always being a, a supporter. And thank you, everybody. Yo, Titty, just, just go home, bro. Go home. Get some rest. I'm good, bro. <laughs> good night, guys. I wrote a song about it. Like the kid here go. Oh, no! Stop in a bit. With us, you live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. Lemon City, la 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 la.